everybody and welcome back to Just for a Podcast, a high school musical, the musical series podcast hosted by me, Ivy. And me, Lauren. Yo, we've been having a time. <laughs> we've been nonstop. So we're going to go over our D23 experience in our season three recap episode next week. Yeah, which will be, yeah, the one after this one. Yeah, H- hence lot. the ne- <laughs> hence the next week. Listen, <laughs> some, <laughs> some of them need explanation. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> some Are you of them calling our listeners stupid. I'm calling, I'm calling myself stupid when I re-listen. <laughs> I'm calling um, bestie cousin stupid. <laughs> okay, yeah, we have a couple, uh, probably some guests. Tuning in throughout this. You might hear giggling in the background. We have Frankie's cousin Alondra here. Hi. We got Haley. Hi. (laughs) And we got Miss Carol. Miss Carol's in the background. Yeah. Oh. Say hey. Say. (laughs) Yeah, we got the whole crew here. Um, Our day was cut short at Animal Kingdom. Because it has been absolutely raining cats and dogs. But also, we had done everything already. So yeah. it wasn't like the day was actually cut short. We no. just finished early. Oh, one thing about D23, though, guys. I met my boyfriend, Michael Samino. <laughs> I thought you were talking about Matt, who's oh, in the show. no. <laughs> We can talk about that next True. week. True, okay. We met Matt, yeah. Uh, I met Michael Samino. <laughs> because I was lingering. What's trending? What's trending? Sir Elton John is trending in pop. Oh my god, EJ Caswell's trending. Wow, I can't believe EJ's trending. Icon. Did you see my tweet during D23? I'll show you later. It was pretty funny. <laughs> Oh, yeah. That was good. It was quite hilarious. Um, yeah, Michael Cimino, sweetheart. Lauren and Nadine and Justine went to bring all of our merch to the car because we spent far too much money the very first day, um, which I have proceeded to do so since we started this trip. Yeah, I have not stopped spending money. It's not good. Um... Just spent like $90 or something in the Avatar gift shop today. But you know what? Why have a job if you're not going to make money? No, it's it's why save money when you can just make more. Yeah, at a job. I'm just saying my saying. <laughs> oh, I, was re- I was making a new one. Oh, that's your saying. That Got was, it. No, I wasn't stealing yours. I was just saying, why have a job if you're not going to make money? <laughs> Guys, we're kind of delusional. Um, this, ep- <laughs> this episode's going to be up late for two reasons. One... Lauren didn't finish taking her notes until today, so I took a little nap while Lauren was... A little nap? I took a nap. <laughs> Two hours. I took a nap while Lauren was finishing her notes, and she's been talking to her family, which I understood. She's got things to talk to her I finished my notes before. <laughs> and, well, no, you were talking to your family, so I fell asleep. But and I was like... The so fast. Huh? She finished her conversation, like, literally 
minutes before we fell asleep. <laughs> before? She was still talking when I... No, I called them back. <laughs> you were still talking to you them when the I was asleep. You were the first one out. <laughs> no, Haley was. Oh, we don't count Haley. Well, um... Long story short, that episode's gonna be up later, guys. Also, we're just busy. We've we're on vacation because we're actually recording this two separate days, so you guys can get the full like energy of us, I guess, instead of us dragging it out. Yeah, because this is day. gonna be long. Because yeah, y'all, it's gonna be a long episode, and we knew that going into this. Yeah. So, we're not surprised. Just want to give y'all 100% because God knows y'all gave us 100% for this week. Okay. Um, anything else we need to just, like, address before? I don't think we so. We jump in? Yes, no, maybe so. Okay. What are we talking about this week? We're talking about HSM DMTS Season 3, Episode 8, Let It Go. Okay, a synopsis of this episode. It's opening night of Frozen, and with cameras planted everywhere for the documentary, the stakes have never been higher. The pressure's on for the Wildcats to put on an unforgettable performance as the release of the docuseries quickly approaches. Can we talk about how (laughs) when we were live right before the episode, I kept saying it was going to be 50 minutes? And and it was exactly that. I'm psychic. I'm glad it was 50, but also Loki wish it was longer. I know they're never going to give us an episode longer than that. No. But I I wish they would. Yeah. No, I was surprised at 50 even. Yeah. I was literally, I was fully expecting another, like, 212, like, 35 They did a celebrity. Listen, Tim redeemed himself. Yeah. Let's take this time to shout out. Sir Tim Federley himself. Timberly. The man of the hour. Timothy Stallion. Tim Tam. Our king. (laughs) Ivy's boyfriend number five. (laughs) No. Oh, six. six. (laughs) (laughs) My bad. My bad. No, guys, the, um, I had a list of boyfriends this weekend. Some of you all can work one up in your head. Based on how many episodes of this podcast you have listened to, you probably know <laughs> probably know who they were at D23. But then we said Tim Tam was number six. He deserved the spot. He, he deserved six after this episode. You know what? Beards exist. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> um... What's your first note? Um, that we finally got a jet recap. Yeah, oh, nice. and then the episode starts with the little ballad slow version of the Shallow Lake song. Oh, yeah. Which I thought was super cute. As they all come into Ricky's yurt. I love how they're complaining about the on three or after three. Every single time a movie or TV show does that, my mind automatically goes to Pitch Perfect. Oh, yeah. That's that's on a recap. Daddy Josh was not one of my boyfriends. No, and guys, when I say Daddy Josh, I'm not talking about Joshua Bassett. Yeah. 
<laughs> yeah, so they all surprised Ricky for his birthday. EJ's so passive-aggressive when he's just like, yeah, but it's also opening night. Just, like, don't forget that. Don't forget. He's like, let me insert myself He's like, yeah, it's Ricky's birthday, but also, like, my thing, too. Wait, I wrote down old man. Who calls him an old man? Jet. Jet? Okay. Um, And then Jet meets Biggie. Jet meets Biggie. Ricky only needs a lotto ticket to... Finish up his little bucket list. Yeah, Jet is jealous of Biggie from the get-go. He's like, who are you? Oh, I also noticed when I watched with captions, Big Red says, oh, like, I'm Ashlyn's yes. or boyfriend. And then Ricky goes, uh, my friend first. Yeah, Ricky was <laughs> like, um, no. I didn't notice that the first time we watched. Guys, watching this together... So it was before Carol and Haley got here. It was Alondra, Lauren, and I in a hotel room at three in the morning. Yeah, in the in middle fl- of in the, the middle Orlando of airport. the Orlando International Airport, and uh, boy, what an experience that was! And we were live with Tamia and Sam on Instagram like an hour beforehand. It was so fun. We posted that on our Instagram um, yeah. Reels page if you want to go watch. Yeah, our IGTV Reels, whatever. Oh, whatever that, thing. I don't even know. Uh, yeah, yeah. So you can watch our live with Tamia and Sam. It was so fun. We were having a good time. And our reaction to the end of the episode is up too. Yeah, I'm sure you all saw it though. Yeah. Uh, Maddox's reaction when Big Red said Ashlyn's boyfriend, she was like, uh, are are we sure? (laughs) Um, and Ricky immediately asks, where's Gina? But to the camera, not to everybody else. Yeah. And Val is giving out her goodbyes. She's saying bye to Gina, doing some yoga. She's walking around camp in heels. They're like heeled booties, right? She's still at a camp. True. I mean, I'd do that, honestly. You would. (laughs) Yeah. I can't judge. You would, and I say that derogatory. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. What would... Okay, asking the three extras in the room, what would our camp nicknames be? Mine and Lauren's. You must have a sleep a lot. <laughs> I didn't know she was half asleep. What would our camp nicknames be? I don't know. Um, we should have prepped them. Yeah. I'll get back to you on that. Okay. Spot. We'll circle okay. back. We'll circle back. Circle back. Circle back. We are circling back later, friends. <laughs> Gina points out that she likes to know where she stands with people. And Ricky tells Gina that she still has yet... He still has yet to read the script to the show on opening night. <laughs> I know. I was like, Richard. I also like how when he comes up, he does like the goofy yoga pose with her. Yeah, it's so cute. It's pain. And Gina's like nervous to tell him happy birthday until he's like walking away. And then she said, ugh, makes me so sad. Emmy is super nervous. And when Miss Jen shows up, and is talking to Gina, she kind of gives a little bit of her words of wisdom to Emmy. We get another trust the process. Yeah. I love that Gina says it, and that's what Miss Jen hears from her. She's like, oh my god, I'm rubbing off on them. Yeah. It's so cute. 
one thing, we're going to go more in-depth in our D23 next week, but, guys, Leomani crushed it. Yeah. This and D23. This and D23, yeah. D23, like, if my eyes were not on Sophia, they were drawn to Leomani. Yeah, She sure. was killing it. So, this is where we get, this is me. I'm exactly where I'm supposed to be now. Gonna let the light shine on me. Now I found who I am. There's no way to hold it in. No more hiding who I wanna be. This is me. how she says i play young gina yeah instead of young anna um i don't know if you guys saw the tweet (laughs) we've been cackling ever since so when the sneak peek of this is me dropped and it was like a really dramatic i don't remember what part but it was like a dramatic part of it it was where she's walking past all the girls oh yeah and someone tweeted we read we quote tweeted it but someone was like did the little girl die or something like that <laughs> and oh my god we <laughs> we've been dying ever since just thinking about it but i yeah. just really hope and i'm pretty sure she is because she's been posting about it i just really hope that she's in season four i there's no way she's not and she got a whole song Wait, you know. that's one thing we didn't talk... We got the season four musical. Oh, yeah. They're doing High School Musical 3, thank God. The premise is very meta. The premise is very meta, but also people are getting confused about it, which I think, like, in the grand scheme of things, like, <laughs> like laying everything out, it's just they're coming back to do a fourth movie at their school. While at their school, they're doing a production of... HSM3. The third movie. Yeah. That's the gist of it. It's just, like, the first season, like, they're doing a documentary of the kids that go to East High putting on a production... Yeah. ...of High School Musical. I don't know. It feels very... My thing, but also I think it makes more sense to us because yeah, we are because we're insane. we're just really you know casual fans of the show, <laughs> and I think it's harder for others to grasp. My thing with them doing High School Musical three, I'm so happy because they don't have to work another musical's songs into the season the way they've been having to do. Like this season, we had Camp Rock. High School Musical 2, Frozen, Frozen, and Originals. I swear they can just go back to season one and just do Originals and High School Musical songs. Yeah. They'll probably throw in something else. Yeah, like the climb, like a little the climb climb, moment again or something. Ooh, we should, in our predictions episode, we should do like what What's like random songs? Yeah. Yeah. Oh my god, is Corbin gonna do push it to the limit in the middle of the season? (laughs) That's another thing. (laughs) Carol Carol, just collapsed. Carol (laughs) fell to her knees at a Walmart. Um, That's another thing I'm excited for is to see Corbin's relationship with the kids progress next season since he's 100% gonna be one of the cast members that's back in the movie. Yeah. Is he gonna say the boys are back with the boys? 
Ooh. Oh, that'd be so fun. Yeah. I know a lot of people have been wanting Ricky and Jet to do The Boys Are Back if Jet, like, when Jet comes to East High. Because he is, y'all. It's happening, I swear. But yeah, Tim told us himself. Back to This Is Me. We see them in their costumes. Yeah. Which are so good. So good. It's that Disney Plus. um, That Disney Plus money. Yeah. It's giving it's giving new directions when they're in the on stage. That's a new direction. It is. <laughs> I like how they show Maddox on crew. She looks so good too. Yeah. Everybody I love her looks fit. good. Um, Channing tells the kids that they're gonna be live streaming the show tonight and he's gonna shake things up and basically cause drama. Because it needs to be juicy. And then EJ supports him, but then also says he's just doing it to act. Ricky's why would you say that was so serious. So personal. So personal. Because they have to be trending in Brazil by midnight, which is when <laughs> the we, best line in this episode. As, like, fangirls on Stan Twitter for years, that was Done. the funniest thing they could have ever written. I'm sorry. Is it really that hard to trend in Brazil? I no, feel like I feel like, e- I feel like everything. I feel like in Brazil. just for a podcast could trend. I in feel Brazil. like yeah. If y'all tried hard enough, we could trend in yeah. Brazil. Yeah. Come to Brazil. Yeah. Why don't we make a whole song called oh, "Come to Brazil"? <laughs> like EJ's dramatic. We're theater kids. The no. But then Jet and Ricky, it, like, segues into them with that fist bump, which I is know, really cute. I know, but it was so, like... It's giving... It was so goofy. Finn Hudson. We're theater kids. I was like, oh my god. Can we not do this? Do you think he was really acting, or he was serious? I feel like he was. I, I just feel like he's going through it. I don't know. I can't tell either. I gotta watch again. Oh, and then he does his little go get him, Anna. Yeah, that to was Gina, sick. and then Ricky be side eyeing. Mm-hmm. He's clocking it. Nini shows up and is surprising everybody, and she's talking to Miss Jen, and she's trying to decide if she wants to stay in LA, or go back to Salt Lake City and finish out senior year in theater and everything with all of the Wildcats. Also, Miss Jen says that Nini's mom's texted her, and I don't know. Isn't that kind of weird for a teacher and parents to be that close? But I guess it's also her theater. Well, I mean, Nini also went to her house. True. Like, They're before close. she was on her little cruise. Yeah. That's true. I just... Okay. I love Nini, and I love the way they wrapped up her arc in this episode. Mm-hmm. But the way she was like... I just feel like I needed to leave to come back and, like, realize oh, yeah. how much I'm... And I was like, is that not what the entire Yak storyline was? Yeah. I feel like the, like she already did that. <laughs> she just had to do it again. Like, she had to leave again. <laughs> it had to happen twice for her. <laughs> Two times the charm. Like, I don't know. That line just confused me. I was like, okay, but you did that already, like... You can just say you miss everybody. It's fine. It's okay. Like, you can admit it, It's Nini. okay to miss your friends. Then we have Court in costume in bed because she's having an anxiety flare-up. Yeah, she's, like, massively stressing. 
It's and literally during the musical. During the show. Because yeah, Gina comes in and she's like, Alex and Emmy are crushing it. And like, girl. Oh, poor Court. I know. I get it. And Carlos is sad to leave camp, which out of everybody, not what I was expecting. No. And it we was get life changing for him. We get Carlos's in summer. I drink in my hand, my snow up against the burning sand, probably getting gorgeously tanned in summer. The hot and the cold are both so intense. Put them together, it just makes sense. EJ's putting in the work yeah. on the side, pulling him. Um, I think it's kind of funny how they always overact on stage when they're supposed to be, like, acting in the production. production. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Why is Nini, oh, why is Nini not sitting? She came late. Why is she... <laughs> No, she didn't. <laughs> she, she was there before. <laughs> she was there before everyone. It's because they had to film her separately. <laughs> like, she's just standing. She's like, Shh, I'm going to hide. It's going to be a surprise. Stands in the back. Like, oh, yeah, for everyone to the see. The only one standing. We got to, during in summer, we get a tap with Larry sponsorship. <laughs> <laughs> tap with Larry. Corbin looks so proud of like the way the production's going and then Channing is like they're ruining the live stream Corbin literally looks at him like you're a psychopath yeah <laughs> like Channing is you're insane because he is insane he's freaking out for no reason but you know from a PR side like a media side I can see it but he doesn't need to go that crazy with these children they're children yeah, yeah. Say, they're kids yeah and they signed a release to be on a documentary about a show they're putting on. They didn't sign up to be on a reality series. Yeah. Like, no matter how much they did what they did in episode five, like, that is not what they signed up for. True. Um, Big Red runs out in the middle of the show. Yeah. To basically tell Ashlyn that he's also come to some sort of, like, revelation yeah, she says, whatever you're thinking, I'm probably thinking it too. So she knew. Without she said, him having to say she it. She said, you gay, me gay, we, we gay. E gay. E gay Caswell. E gay Caswell, my cousin. <laughs> she said, whole fam gay. Okay, but why did I think he was going to propose when he was talking no, about because his parents? No, because it acted like he was. Yeah. I was like, no. Maddox. <laughs> what was that video that you retweeted of... Was it Tyra Banks when she was like, where are the gays? <laughs> and it's like Miss Jen taking attendance next season. Was it Tyra? I think it was. They probably had him there, like, either right before or right after D23. He was there Guys, Saturday. we got to see Jordan Fisher. It was beautiful. So Alex comes out and is having a talk with Courtney. And she tells her that she has anxiety, too. And talks about her therapist. And Courtney's like, wait, you have a therapist? And I like what you said when you were like, Alex, baby, not everybody can afford a therapist. <laughs> For real. But I think it it's going to lead into more of Dara next week. I mean, next season. I'll never forget how IU, my freshman year, Haley, Haley will relate to this. You get two free therapy sessions. And like, <laughs> so you can only break down twice? Yeah, they're like, yeah. They're, like, they're like, okay, we understand you need to talk to somebody, but you can only do it like two times and then you have to pay us. How generous. I know. 
I was like, at that point, just don't give any. Yeah. Like, why would you let me it. let me get started yeah. on like finally airing out things I need to air out, and then just be like, now nah, you gotta pay. And then let me get more anxiety about having, about having to, pay. to pay for it. <laughs> yeah, no, it's not helping anything. And then we get let it go. production is so good for such a tiny stage. The stage is like the size of this room. Less than it. This room, not even the the kitchenette, like the beds. Yeah. (laughs) Channing turns off the lights in the middle of her performance. This clip was released the day of. Yeah. As a little sneak peek. Or the day before? Well, yeah. Yeah, whatever. I did not watch it. Did you watch it? You watched all of them, right? Yeah. I didn't watch it. I wanted to be surprised. I just saw everybody on the timeline talking about it, and I was already pissed off. Because why would you ruin this for her? It's okay, though. Oh, but they panned his phone. I think his at is film by Channing, or, like, a film by Channing. That's boring. Something like that, I know. And then it jumps to a million live views. (laughs) The second he turns the lights yeah, it off. Go, it's, I think it starts at like 70 or 80K and then it literally jumps. Like it goes through the 100. See, I think that's so stupid because if I was watching a live stream and the lights just cut, I'd leave. Yeah. I'd be like, okay, like not watching this anymore. True. And go off. But then the whole crowd lights up the stage for her with their phones. It's very much a season one callback, but... It's nice because the whole crowd is supporting her. It's yeah. not, like, for a relationship. It's just... And I like it because Miss Jen starts it. Miss Jen's the first one to do it. And you know that's where Miss Jen got it was the whole... Yeah. Season one. But it was so nice to see everybody coming together to support her. And then Gina comes and is literally to cut Channing. Cut throat. She is literally... She says, do not get me started. And turns the lights back on. Courtney's outfit change is killer. Yeah. So good. And Jet in the wings? Like, we we see... Supportive boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, we see, like, Ricky, Gina, EJ, and Ash on one side of the wings, but then Jet is off to the side. But if you look at him... Listen, Tim was shipping Jetney before all of us because... We started it with the little, like, glances and movements and things. In 305, right? Five was yeah. where he like really started agreeing with everything she was saying. Tim had all this already written. I he mean, knew. He saw the vision. He always sees the vision. He saw the vision. What? He always sees it. It's how long it takes him to get there. <laughs> <laughs> That's the problem. So true. Where was I? Um, I was dead at the Maddox saying, "If anyone sees Channing, punch him." She's so me. And then we got the thank you ten, like Miss Jen. Oh, yeah. That was so sweet. And then we get the Nini's here? Why'd they have to do that with that dramatic music? I know. The, I'm sorry. The music was 
overboard. No, because anybody that was still Delulu about Rini getting back together, like, that just made it worse. Yeah. Everybody, like, I already know. I think we all, all three of us, groaned. We literally yeah. were like, why are they doing this? Yeah. We don't follow really any Rainies, so I didn't see anything, but I know they were tweeting when that happened, and they were like, he was so excited that Nini was in the crowd. And I'm like, yeah, because they've also been friends. Yeah. Since they were like four. Yeah. And it's like an... And also he... And he also hasn't seen her in how long? Well, at least two weeks. What? For At least during camp. I don't know how long... Well, at least during camp, but... Yeah. Like, she... Was pretty much gone before that too right I don't know she's been in LA for summer I think I don't know but Nini gave out opening night cards to everybody like her tradition which is super sweet her setup for Courtney was really so nice. cute her the, little the little notes they put in and the little photos of them that was really cute. so cute but Courtney says that it takes her 20 minutes to get into her next costume. What next costume does Elsa have? Is she not just in the the, the blue dress, dress? The, like, ice dress for basically the whole show? She is. <laughs> That's what I was so confused about. I was like, when did she change? <laughs> That's a good point. I didn't think of that. But when they start singing Born to be Brave and she's crying, I, that... That hit all of us. Oh, tears. Tears were rolling. Who... Oh, my God. When Channing says, I feel like I'm in Eden, oh. <laughs> and he's like, I always forget the girl's name. Yeah. God. You sound like a moron. Yeah. I mean, maybe because you are, but you sound so dumb. Ricky goes off on Channing. He's aggressive. And it was attractive. <laughs> <laughs> was that our tweet? I think that was our tweet. I don't know, but it was attractive. When and he then pushes that camera. Oof. We I literally just still forget Josh is tall. Yeah. I still forget that man is tall. And I know we've said it's because he's next to Matt all the time. Matt and Soph. And Soph, who is also tall. I forget that man is tall. Mm -hmm. We got Kristoff's lullaby. You hope you dare. You choose to feel and care. I thought that I was strong till I bumped into you. What do I know about love? What do I know about love? Everything I thought I did. This was so good. Yeah. Also, before the episode came out, Vivo dropped Josh's. What is it? What is the acoustic? Acoustic. Version. Yeah. Whatever they acoustic that thing is live called. version. Like when Megan Milo did someday. Yeah, they did. Um, they dropped. It was so f very random for them to do Kristoff's lullaby. Out of all of the songs, yeah. I would think. Well, maybe Soph was busy, but at least do, like, what do you know about love? Yeah, something like that. But, yeah, we, we were in Cars Land and um, fell to our knees. We were in flows. Yeah. Geeking. I slapped Ivy straight across the face. <laughs> so EJ sits down with Val to call his dad because he didn't show up. 
And this, this reminds... This was so sad. It was so sad, one. But two, it reminded me of, like, him being in a test Tyler era. From Camp Rock. I don't know which is worse, though, because Tess showed up and then just, like... Tess's mom? Would, like, didn't... Or, yeah, Tess's mom showed up and then just didn't care. Yeah. And like, walked out. Is, is it worse to have Is it worse the to have there? them there and then they just, like, don't even care enough to pay attention at all? Or is it worse for them to just not even make an effort to come at all? To not show up and then hang up. I don't know. Yeah, it, it, the hanging up. Yeah. That was Well, we were talking about, it. So we, I thought it was a voicemail at I first. thought, yeah, I thought he was leaving a voicemail. Yeah. Until he said he hung up. I was, I was like, damn, EJ's really not giving him a chance to say anything. Which, yeah. like, he shouldn't. No, 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 no. He should take his time to, like, speak his mind and be like, hey, you hurt me. Yeah. Like, like you're my dad and you're not here supporting me at all. Like, all I wanted for you is to be proud of me. To, be, to say you were proud of me. And then click. And then he said... Honestly, that's worse. I, I think. TJ at least made the effort to come out, come fly out to camp. Like, did she pay attention to the whole performance? No, but at least she was. She smiled there. I never seen Cash smile. (laughs) No. (laughs) And then EJ starts crying, and Val is comforting him. Kind of okay. Say the it. vision. The vision. I see the vision. I see the vision. Justice for Val and EJ. Justice I, for Val and EJ. EJ's going off to college. Val's in college. She is a reasonable love interest. They've been childhood friends. Have, yeah, they've been friends at this camp for how long? They look good together. They look good together. Everybody at camp saw something between the two Channing of them. Channing saw something. Channing <laughs> saw something. The same way we all did. There's a reason Gina was intimidated by her. Yeah. Like, they're close. I, I wouldn't close. be opposed. No. Ricky did not get an opening night card from Nini. No. Which kind of threw him off for a second. Nini leaves Miss Jen a thank you note by the fireplace because that was what this all came down to was Miss Jen said she would know at the fireplace if Nini was going to stay or go. And so the performance ends and Nini leaves Miss Jen a card that says thank you and she's staying in LA. Yeah. Because she's gonna go west. Which is it was just It was a good way to like wrap everything up. It was yeah, they wrapped everything up. They did some nice callbacks. It was nice. And it's I like that it was to Miss Jen. Mm-hmm. You know? And then also that Nini got her time with Court. Yeah. That was important to yeah. me. Yeah, because Courtney's been her best friend for how long? Yeah. But I have written down, who actually sings Born to be Brave? Oh, yeah. Because they talk about it in season one being a song that, like, oh, we used to blast this in your mom's car, like, all the time when we were in middle school, blah, blah, blah. Nene turns on the radio here, and it's just Courtney singing. <laughs> like, it's not like, even Courtney, it's Dara. <laughs> like, yeah, like, like, did Dara... Did, did Courtney record a version of this, and Nene's just, like, got it in her CD player in her car? Because, Maybe. like... They don't even have some just like, like a like demo. Like a fake cover. Yeah, yeah. like a dem, like yeah. like a fake cover demo of somebody singing. It's just Courtney. That's true. We have Corbin remembering Miss Jen, Jessica. Jessica. I mean, close enough. <laughs> it was close, and like the thought was there that he immediately saw her and was like, "You were our favorite extra." 
you are my favorite Corbin. <laughs> yeah, that was so. Um, Corbin's just absolutely done with Channing because Send he tries to off, he boy. tries to mic up Miss Jen. Yeah, the At, girl. He, he was the like, girl. I want to mic this girl up. But Channing says he still gets the final say in the editing room. Yeah, which makes sense because Channing was reporting to a higher boss, and. It was like yeah, like they were it's just not par- Corbin's documentary. He's just yeah. hosting it. Yeah, they were just like partners. Corbin does the wildcat cheer. Gina's like, oh my god. The way, <laughs> the way we died when she was like, he's doing it. <laughs> I died at the end when Corbin goes, wow, <laughs> like literally, <laughs> wow. wow. <laughs> then we get every day. Because this moment's really all we have Every day of our lives Wanna find you there, wanna hold on tight Gotta run while we're young and keep the faith Every day from The way Corbin starts the first line, I immediately yeah. broke down. Me too. And the, we were losing it in the hotel room. The second he started, once in a lifetime. No, we tears. Scream. I think no. we screamed too. We levitated. I literally, yeah, started ascending. Yeah. I fully, second he started that, I went, not this song. <laughs> Just start crying. Like we... We wanted it, but I didn't expect it. I didn't know it was going to happen, and definitely not like that. And yeah. definitely not starting with, with Corbin. Corbin. Losing it. I like Losing it. I noticed how they were singing in duos. Like, it was Miss Jen and Corbin, and then it was Rena, and then it was Maddox and Jet, and, like, Court and Carlos, Ashlyn and Red Big Red. and Ash, yeah. But then um, EJ has his own shot, and he's solo. Yeah. So I was like... Interesting. Interesting choice. Did you see, like, Maddox look like she was crying? Yeah. Mm. That's probably just Sailor. <laughs> probably. They and sign their names. Yeah, they're all signing on the wall. EJ says it's Elton. I mean, that's his <laughs> new... His new, um... It's a stage name. Yeah. He's just <laughs> going right to Elton now. And then, um, it cuts to them singing around the campfire with s'mores and, um... What are the... Sparklers. Mm-hmm. They're trending in Brazil. They're trending in... Oh, Corbin's wearing, um... I majored in vacation shirt. Ugh, my God. Nini bought Ricky the lotto ticket. His opening night card fell, like, behind the couch or something, I think Jet said. So, she bought him the last thing he needed, which was, like, also a good way to wrap up their storyline, because it was, I think it was perfect. Well, because it's like we said, like, when it all comes down to it, they've been friends. Yeah. For years. They've been friends. Their storyline was two seasons long. Yeah. Like, she wasn't going to not do anything for his birthday. Yeah. So. I, I thought it was well done, and it was a nice nod off. So we do know Nini is already 18. She is now 18, because she has to be to buy that lotto ticket. <laughs> True. 
Unless she got Marvin to do it. Is that his name? Melvin? <laughs> Marvin. Is it Melvin or Marvin? I think Marvin. It's Marvin. Okay, yeah. I keep forgetting. Um... Uh, no, when when Ricky gets his opening night card from Nini and Gina goes, open it. Oh, oh yeah. Apparently, that was serious. Yeah, y'all, and a lot of you guys think a lot of y'all have a theory that Gina actually bought on the lotto ticket. It's the new the new chocolates game. theory. <laughs> <laughs> guys, Alondra just said chocolate game. <laughs> Ricky got her those chocolates. Alondra's, Alondra's a, a chocolate, chocolate truther. truther. <laughs> I'm an OG Rena. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Alondra Alondra's currently holding us at gunpoint <laughs> to tell us. To, she wants us to tell you that she was Arena from day one, along with Mads. Yeah. Alondra and Mads have been holding the ship down. I love... So, we flash forward a month. Okay. Which, when that flashed God. on screen, though, we were like, we, we were like, one month later! <laughs> um, but also glad, because... Yeah. Y'all have seen the episode. Y'all know what happens. Thank God we don't have to have the Port Wells being like, Gina moved on so fast. Like, this was so abrupt. Like, she just broke up with EJ. It's been a month. Like, she had her time. It was a mutual thing. Yeah. It wasn't a horrible breakup. No. No one cheated. Like, they were fine. They're fine. Yeah. And remember, they're in high school. They're literally in high school. Well, EJ's not. Oh, um, yeah. <laughs> they're in high school. They got time. They're fine. And, and also, like, I just remember in high school, I had so many friends who would hop from guy to guy or girl Most to girl. Most high schoolers do because yeah. you're not with, like, 99% of the time, you're not with, like, the love of your life. No. So, we're at the premiere of Frozen the Musical, the documentary. I'd watch it. It, it, it was enticing. We got Courtney's Bob moment. Slay. Killing it. I like Ricky's suit. Carol doesn't like I Ricky's like suit. Ricky's suit. <laughs> what did like you say? It? it didn't feel like it matched. I feel like the patterns looked completely It different. didn't, but it was like serving Harry to me. I don't know. And is that a good or a bad thing? A better, a better Harry. A better. Second, when I was watching it with you, it was growing on me. Okay, yeah. It was growing on me. But I think when it first came on the screen, I was like, "That's a lot of pattern." It is a lot. I like the colors on him. I do like the colors. I love the colors. Uh, We get we get Ricky doing his little (laughs) Ricky Bowen, and you're watching Disney Plus, and he makes the plus, which we made a TikTok of and put it on our reels. If you. Want to go see that while we were in Disney? We get a Gina's natural hair. Oh, living for it. So good. Um, Kenna told us that Tim wanted Matt to shave to buzz his head. His head. Yeah, to do a buzz cut for this one month later. But Matt said no, so they just did something. They did a, like, comb over yeah. type thing. Once again... The question that Alondra raised in the Color War episode, why is Ashlyn on this panel? (laughs) Love her, but she was not a main character in the show. She's EJ's cousin, that's why. She's EJ's cousin. She's EJ's cousin. She was Needy Girl at the piano. Needy Girl, yeah. I also think... How else did they... How else would they bring in the fact that a random crew member, who they also decided to put in... For some unknown reason. Oh, Maddox? Has a crush on yeah. her. Yeah. 
I mean, I get... Well, it makes more sense for Maddox to be on the panel with her being the stage manager. Maybe Because, like, it's she like, was, like, running the show. Yeah. I think maybe it's, it was simply the only ones who signed the release were allowed on this panel. So. This is true. So they just got lucky. Well, yeah, because Corbin right. said nobody else's faces, like, could be shown because they didn't sign a release. Yeah. Yeah, so maybe it was just the Eastside Kids that signed them. The Eastside Kids and Jet and Maddox. Carlos is wearing a Courtney original. Wearing head-to-toe original Courtney Green, but then she says it's just Courtney yeah. with the K. No last name. So they already beefing. <laughs> so we find out they're going to get to watch the trailer before anybody else. They're, like, all so excited. Yeah, <laughs> but right the, before the chaos that quickly ensues. quickly ends. Oh, um, Alondra wanted me to say that Maddox looks amazing. Yeah, quote, quote, <laughs> end quote, 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 end quote. Will you guys quote my summary of the episode. That comes later. Okay, we we do that with the fan responses. Do you not listen to our podcast? No, <laughs> no, I listen. I edit it. She listens to me edit it every okay. week on Facebook. That's enough then. Um. Yeah. So we've got even the documentary trailer, which Channing edited. Yeah. Cor- mess. Corbin has never seen it either. Yeah. We've got even the trailer pointing out Val and EJ. Yeah. We've got. The doc trailer pointing out Maddox and Ashlyn. Everyone's words are being misconstrued and like, p- like placed weird. Words like, Ricky. and video. Yeah, like words and clips. Everybody's getting like taken out of context. Carlos is it's cheating. It's making on Carlos Seb. look like a cheater. <laughs> they really did it with that one. They had that guy coming out of the yurt yeah. like fixing his shirt, <laughs> and I was hilarious. like, "This is so." Oh my god! And then like Gina and Court. Beefing. Yeah. But then we got Jet saying, I'm I'm madly in love with the girl that plays Elsa and it's eating me alive. And Carol raised the point, which, like, we didn't even think about. That was his little storyline within... The real campers of Shower Lake. Shower Shower Lake. Lake. (laughs) The real campers of Shallow Lake. Carlos was like, oh, you've got the hots for Courtney. But when EJ's... Why can't I speak? You're speaking. You're just saying the wrong name. When Jet... The words are coming out. (laughs) The words are coming out, but the mind is not thinking of them before they do. Um, But when Jet says this in the trailer... He doesn't dispute it the same way everybody else... Ricky's like, I was talking about the characters. Yeah. I, like, Carlos is like, I didn't say... Jet just kind of sits there. He's yeah. like, uh... And Maddox just starts dying. Because Jet could easily be like, Carlos told me to yeah. say that. But no, but he, he, stays, he stays mute. No. But I tweeted that clip with Maddox laughing, and I was like, they're definitely siblings. Uh, Maddox's laugh is the funniest thing. Um, um, and then, for some reason, I don't know, did Big Red sign a release? Because he's in this trailer. <laughs> I'm Big Red, I'm Ashlyn's boyfriend, and I'm bi. <laughs> and you're watching Disney Plus. <laughs> and, that, and that's how it ends. <laughs> that's how the trailer ends. <laughs> Bye, Red. Bye, Red. And then we get, good for him. Good for, good for him. Uh, yeah, everybody's just in shock and just, good for him. And then everyone's like, oh, I need to go call... 
like, Ashlyn says, I need to go call Big Red. I need to call, call Big, Big Red. Red. Carlos is like, I need to go call Seb. Yeah. <laughs> Courtney says, I need to call my agent. <laughs> oh, yeah. Gina's <laughs> like, you have an agent? <laughs> I love what EJ's like, that's the question you have after all of that. Yeah. No, it, does EJ say that? Or, oh, EJ, EJ says that. Yeah, yeah, you're right, you're right. And then, and then it's only EJ, Ricky, and Gina in the room. And Gina starts to apologize because yeah. the doc, of course, made it out to be that Ricky was Rina the... Could. Only thing Gina's eyes were set on for yeah. the summer. And so she tries to apologize, and EJ's like, oh, Again. like, Ricky, I would be mad. But like, we all saw it coming. We all saw it coming. Like, and then he calls Ricky his brother, which is like. Bestie era. Yeah, I'm here for I don't Bestie know. era. I think it's a slight reach. But also, I think EJ is just... I just feel like Ricky doesn't like EJ as much as EJ... Actually, I don't know. I don't know. I I just... I don't know. We've had this discussion so many times this weekend. And we still don't know. (laughs) I don't know. I just don't really think they're that good of friends. And I don't really... I think they're... They're definitely friends, but... Brothers? Brothers is a stretch. Like, Ricky, your brother is Carlos. Yeah. Oh, we were also talking about that, how... <laughs> yeah, we said Big Red and uh, Jet. Jet were acting like they were in competition for who's in Ricky's best friend spot, but it's really Carlos. Yeah, there's no competition. But anyways, yeah, then... Um, but Gina says... EJ leaves. EJ was wrong. She says she didn't see it coming. And this whole speech, she's talking about, like, all of the past moments they've shared. Ricky's face is just so delicate. It's the eyes for me. I just pulled up the evidence. EJ doesn't defend himself with the Val situation. He just makes a face. Ooh. P. Damn. If you guys didn't hear that, Alondra said she just pulled up that... EJ does not defend himself against the Val clip in the trailer. Only Gina apologizes for in the trailer insinuating that something happened. Yeah. Happened between Ricky and Gina. And nothing actually EJ happened. EJ didn't apologize for insinuating. Ooh. Speaking of insinuating, you know how Corbin was like, oh, this is just like how it was in the high school musical days. Yeah. I thought that was so funny because remember how when all of that came out about all their drama, I was like, is this allowed? Like they all hated each yeah. other. Like, <laughs> but it's so funny because like Ashley and Lucas are very open now about the fact they that are. they did hate, they each, did hate other. each other. But no, when Gina's going on this whole speech about all of their past moments, like Homecoming, Ricky's, Ricky's face is just so delicate. Like... You can tell his mind is really, like, wow, like, she paid attention to all of that, and, like, it meant something. And... Tim? That was all you. Tim did the work with the parallel of the, so I'm just gonna leave with my head held high. Yeah. Because it was precisely what she said after opening night in season one. My notes literally just say... The kids <laughs> and like scribbles. Mine says his face. Yeah, 
after not a maybe but a yes, I was like, Oh my god. Yeah, honestly, I don't think we I can't can say put much. In, no, yeah. I can't put into words. Go go watch go our watch reaction. reaction of screaming, literally screaming, crying, throwing up. Yeah. <laughs> screaming, crying, throwing up. Four a.m. Freaking in out a hotel at room. three thirty-six a.m. in a hotel room. <laughs> like, not no. Oh, the arm grab. No. And then Ricky at the end says, "Don't get me started." That no, that was like the icing on the cake. Yeah. That he did her little catchphrase. And then for the show, directed and by then, Tim Federley. <laughs> and then directed by Tim Federley, icon. What's the Lady Gaga show-stopping, iconic, amazing, never been seen before? Toyota-thon extravaganza. <laughs> the musical, the extravaganza. <laughs> the documentary. The documentary, the series. Literally, like, what? How did... No. How? How did... No. I can't... <laughs> I don't no. know. No, I just don't know how to put that into words. Like, and the fact that Tim said in an article, basically, whenever he was asked, like, was Rena always the oh, plan? Yeah. He said that... Maybe not from the very beginning. He said maybe not from exactly the start of the show, but from the moment that the homecoming scene happened. He was like, yeah, like, I didn't necessarily know it was going to be exactly the season three finale or exactly when it was going to happen, but it was always the plan. So... He's so real. Sorry to everybody that was like, Rena came out of nowhere, like... Gina never liked Ricky. Like Ricky never liked Gina. The 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 creator and writer of the show himself has said this was always the plan. Yeah. So I'm sorry, but your argument is literally just wrong at this point. Like when the source is the showrunner <laughs> and writer and director and creator and boyfriend number six. Like <laughs> <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> You can't listen to that, you know? Like, if if you don't ship a ship, just say that. But to sit I there... I feel like even if I was not shipping Arena, it's... The evidence is right there. Well, it's like, I don't like Lucas and Peyton. Oh, God. In <laughs> the jump scare. The jump scare. It's like, I don't like Lu- Lucas and Peyton, but I'm not gonna sit here and be like, their characters should have never been together. Yeah. And Lucas and Riley... No, no, I don't like them either, but we're not yeah. going to talk about that. We digress. <laughs> we're not going to bring it up to Mia and I were already discussing our fight or flight with that TV show. Oh, yeah. I thought she was saying Lucas and Peyton, like, Lucas and Peyton the actor. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> like, no, no. no, like, I don't like Lucas and Peyton together, but I'm not going to sit here and act like their characters weren't going to get together. Yeah, because... It because was we're very not clear. stupid. Yeah, it was in our face. Yeah, so Lucas, just like uh, not Lucas. Like if you don't ship Ricky and Gina, just say that. But don't sit here and be like they came out of nowhere. They this is no. Give me That's, a give me a real give, excuse. give me like a valid reason that isn't racism. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> He's PMC. PMC <laughs> What was it? Kelsey Ben. Why do we self-segregate ourselves, guys? <laughs> the 
Haley and I are on the other. You said whiteies on the other side. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, guys, I promise we're diverse. You can them up. We're a really diverse friend group, yes. guys. <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> and that's that's all we'll say on that matter. Wait, did you guys see my text in the group chat? Oh, I did. R.I.P. to our yeah. R.I.P. to our other um, diverse fallen soldiers. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> in diverse. In diverse. I'm in that. Yeah, no, you already said this. No, 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 it's not. No. You sent it, you sent I sent it, it while y- y'all were asleep. You sent it in the magic one, is this, or the... Oh, I sent it, I, I, I sent it in weird. I don't know if y'all saw, I was cracking up. I sent it on rocket ship. Oh my god, I did see that. Because <laughs> I was like, oh, that's so cute, and then I almost screamed. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I... Yeah, if you're gonna, like, not like them together, give a valid reason. That's all I'm yeah, saying. Because I don't, and they clearly are both happy together, and there's a reason they've been drawn to each other this whole time. So, and so what's the problem? I just want to shout out. Nini's gone. Yeah, and I just want to do a shout out to our Rena's out there. Y'all made it through. Yeah. (laughs) No, I feel like Rena. You really gotta support like that that black love couple, you know, Angela Bassett's son. <laughs> Angela Bassett's son. You know, the, the curl pattern. Like he's serving. The, the OG Rena the, fans. The You're so real. You're so valid. <laughs> Mads, she's talking won. to you. <laughs> we won. No. Period. Guys, Ricky has been saying from the start of this show, when they had them do their little Instagram character introductions, Ricky was the one person in those that said he wasn't intimidated by Gina. Yeah. And Gina said that Ricky was, what, like, intriguing or something? Was that the word? Something like that. Oh, my God. That's not the word they're going to hate us. Uh, Guys, go back and listen to our awful episode one. True. We, we, We said... Exactly what they said. I think it is intriguing. I'm not going to go back and listen to it. (laughs) Me neither. Yeah, I think she said she was intrigued by him or something. So, like, literally, they've been saying stuff like this about each other from the start. Mm -hmm. So. Yeah. Sorry. (laughs) Not sorry. Hashtag we won. Hashtag Rena. Guys. We comma won. Out of the trenches. We are out of the trenches. (laughs) Season four. And, like, honestly, did y'all really want EJ to just hang around for a year to just... Here, I got it. ...date his high school girlfriend and do nothing else? Like, is that really what y'all wanted for him? I got it. I got it. Because... They're so baby. Ricky, like Nini's ex. Yeah, that guy wouldn't audition for a musical. (laughs) Oh, yes, he would. He's trying to get Nini back. I know this routine. It's not a routine. 
I like musicals. What's your favorite musical? Ah, <laughs> uh, so no. Cool. I really don't want to talk about Ricky. Ricky intrigues me. Mm. Oh. And I don't get intrigued. Boom. Oh. Intrigued. Oh. So there you have it. Literally since before the show was even released. <laughs> Period. But as far as the episode goes, I think that is it. Yeah. Play. Did they just post that? No. Oh. Bow down to it. Bow down. Endgame right here. Oh. Bow down. I'm. I'm still. I'm gonna be honest, guys. I'm. I'm not that team. I'm. I'm team EJ and Ricky. <laughs> RJ. 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 <laughs> no, Carol, I'd be down for that one. Thank you. I'm team RJ. Carol's team EJ and Ricky. I'm team EJ. She's team Ricky Bywin. She's team EJ and Ricky Bywin. But Haley's team, I need to finish season three. <laughs> <laughs> Haley's team, I haven't started the season yet. Correct. <laughs> no, Haley is team, can y'all finish recording so we can go? <laughs> <laughs> and with that, I believe this is our thoughts on this episode. Yeah. And we will have more as we read your all's thoughts tomorrow. Because right now, we're going to eat some freaking ice cream. And just enjoy the rest of our night. And we will be back with your thoughts. Hi, um, we're back. It's totally not a day later. It's been like 15 minutes. We just needed a pause. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. We're here back to talk about your all's thoughts. And you had a lot. Which... As you should. I mean, the episode was long. A lot. The finale. Yeah. So. Also, if we miss. It was miss, to be expected. If we miss anyone's, because I think I got everyone's, but if we did, please message us and we can read it on our recap. But I think I got everyone's. I hope. Yeah. Me so. too. <laughs> okay. Well, first we have Alondra. Bestie cousin. Bestie cousin. And the. In quotes, as if she's not in the room right now and could say this literally herself. Um, in quotes, we just have my summary is, oh my goodness, and period, and that's it. And then we have Bestie Kenna. <laughs> Kenna said, 308 thoughts. I'm just gonna talk about EJ. LOL. I'm so glad they closed his arc this season the way they did because I've been waiting for this man to break down and we finally got to see it. I know there's a lot of discourse about the writers doing him dirty, and although I did find his actions to be insufferable at times, I think after seeing the finale, I'm glad they gave him the arc that they did, as much as it makes me sad to see EJ sad. I like it when they put him in his, well, when they put him in situations that add more depth to the character and let Matt explore EJ more. Very true. In season one, EJ's biggest struggles outside of the romantic realm were being cast as Chad and being canceled on Instagram. Season 2 was the start of the highlight on his daddy issues and insecurities with the whole Duke situation. And now in Season 3, we get to see just how dark his relationship is with his dad. Cash Caswell, you will never see heaven. While also seeing him struggle with not knowing what he wants to do with his life, which is very real. It's also no secret the man has always struggled in the relationship department, and I definitely think it stems from his relationship with his father. As we learned, Daddy issues run deep. <laughs> <laughs> Relatable. 
(laughs) (laughs) As we learned in season one, EJ is a serial dater, and I view that as him constantly searching for the love and affection he lacks from his father and romantic partners. He's also not very good at communicating, showing emotion, and letting people in, which is why I was happy he trusted Val enough to have her there for the phone call. Mm -hmm. And I feel like all of this, again, leads back to Cash and the way he raised EJ slash the example he set for him. I don't know why I'm so obsessed with psychoanalyzing EJ. It's giving Val, Kenna. (laughs) But in conclusion, Cash Caswell doesn't deserve any rights, and I hope in season four we get to see EJ step into young adulthood and finally live his own life completely out of his father's image and influence. And if Tim is looking to cast a new love interest for him who has never had feelings for Ricky Bowen, my schedule is completely free. Tim, cast Kenna. <laughs> um, Kenna, get in line. <laughs> That's what it is. <laughs> okay, the comment she made about... <laughs> Alondra's first in line. Yeah, yeah. The comment she made about him being a serial dater. Everybody loves to call Ricky a homewrecker. Yeah. And loves to say, like, he's moving on too fast, blah, blah, blah. Ricky's dating so many people. As if EJ has not dated all of the same people (laughs) first. (laughs) First. T. Um, Okay, so Mika said, The acting in this episode is out of this world. First things first, when I tell you that I had tears freaking down my face during the whole arena scene. Mm -hmm. Just so dropped in, so real, so focused. Cinema. Extremely impressed by the way they handled Nini, and I thought Olivia was doing excellent work. It was great how much they were able to shoot with her, and the court scene was beautiful to me. Olivia did some great acting on the show, and I hope she continues in the future. Ultimately confused about why Big Red pulled Ashlyn out in the middle of the show to tell yes. her. I guess they both said, hey, I'm bisexual. IDK, but I need Madeline or Ash- Ashex, or whatever we're calling them to happen ASAP. I want Big Red and Seb to happen. And Carlos to get a super big part that he has to focus on and get closer with Ricky and Courtney so that Jet and Ricky can start dating in season five. We're going down a whole timeline here. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, back on track. Corbin was so good in this episode, and I'm sorry, but I totally saw sparks with him and Miss Jen, even though it would be a crime to leave out Mr. Mazzara. Wait, because kind of same, Mika. Corbin and Miss Jen? Yeah. Kind of same, Mika. No, it was... Listen, if there's one thing about Channing, he sees something in all the yeah all the couples that we see something in. Yeah. Because <laughs> Channing said, wait, I'm going to mic her. As long and as he, she doesn't end up with uh, Mikey Bowen. And it's not that I don't like Mike. Like Mike, the movie. Like Mike. <laughs> like Mike, too. <laughs> um. <laughs> We're playing basketball. <laughs> it's not that I don't like Mike Bowen, but... I just don't see them together. It's just yeah. not. It's just weird. Okay, honestly, Mike's kind of bland. Yeah. And Miss Jen is the opposite of that. <laughs> and if we're not getting Mazzy back, I do kind of see the Corbin. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I want more closure on Val as well, and we still don't yeah. know what's going on with EJ, other than his dad probably isn't super mad because the doc is going to make money, but, like, is he going to be okay? Val's dress, by the way, oh my god, her dress was so good. So much good Jetney, there's no way we don't get to see it happen. And the production. Maddox might be a theater tech super genius. These sets were amazing. Seriously. Literally, yeah. like, what was their budget? Disney Plus. Disney Plus budget popped off capitalism really popped off today capitalism ladies. really popped off 
These sets were amazing and she was absolutely running that light and soundboard like it was nothing. Obsessed. Also, Ashlyn having a thing for red headed theater Texas vibe. <laughs> Hopefully Maddox and Big Red will have a fun rivalry behind the scenes for tech drama and fighting for Ashlyn. LOL. Okay, clearly I can't wait for next season and I'm overflowing with predictions, but my god, it was everything. Liamani and Arya are stars. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I love the powerful black sisterhood between Alex and Courtney and destigmatizing therapy, and Liamani was excellent. Yes. Do you think we... I think that Courtney's storyline is so important, especially yeah. because, I mean, like, mental health is an important storyline to have within anybody in talking about the importance of therapy, but like Mika, Mika pointed out, like, within a black teenager, because, mm. I mean, people of color, like, mental health is very much a different topic than for young white kids. Yeah, absolutely. So I'm glad they're tackling it that yeah. way. And it's well done. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. For sure. Um, do you think we get them as freshmen at East High next season? Too much to say, honestly, but I loved every second of it. Definitely Liamani. I think Liamani for sure. I don't know about Arya. Yeah, same. I mean, we, w- we would hope. Oh, I mean, but I would definitely hope, Liamani. But Liamani's been posting about season four and the announcements and stuff, so... Yeah. One would assume. C said, hi, Abby and Lauren. Just wanted to say love the podcast. Thank you. Thank you. My thoughts. The season finale was the best of the series yet, and I thought it had the perfect amount of everything, but I really thought the comedy stood out. The whole sequence with them watching the doc had me laughing so hard. The songs for the finale were also so well done and fit the plot exceptionally well. Every, every day had me bawling. Personally, I didn't think I would be so emotional watching Olivia and slash Nini exit the series. But I found myself tearing up during her scenes. That was us. Mm-hmm. We were like, I, I was like, why am I crying? No, actually. But I just, I feel like I was just nervous that Nini's scenes were going to feel misplaced. Misplaced and taking up time. Like the beginning of the season. Yeah. They just felt like they didn't belong. Yeah. But this was a good way to like wrap things up for her. Thank you, Tim. Bringing back Born to be Brave really felt like a full circle moment that I loved. Going on this season made me realize how impactful Miss Jen is on the show and the characters. Ricky and Gina, I don't even know what to say because I was absolutely gagged and sobbing uncontrollably. Seeing them finally kiss and come together was amazing. I've been rooting for them since the beginning and I can't wait to see where their storyline goes next. Here are my questions for y'all. One, do you think there's potential for Rena to secretly date next season? I don't think they can keep it a secret at this point. Yeah, honestly. I mean, everyone knows. They Every- could try. They could try. I don't even know if they could try. It's, <laughs> it's too obvious. And two, what were your favorite parts from the finale? Thanks and love you guys. I also just hope they're not... I don't know how to phrase this. I love them. And, like, I want them to have their puppy love phase, but I also don't want, like, the obnoxious PDA and stuff to be thrown in our face to the point where, like, it's annoying. Yeah, I get it. Like a season two Rainy type. Yeah. Like, beginning of the season, the JCPenney ad. Oh, nar. Like, nar, nar. don't do that. I don't think Tim would do that. No. With the... Because I want them to just, like, remain best friends, but they're best friends that are dating. Yeah. They're not just, like, obnoxiously, like... Like, even Portwell. Like, beginning j- of the j- season. Just, like, 
they're like, oh my god, we're boyfriend and girlfriend, like, we have to kiss, like, every time we see each other, and I have to talk about, like, how excited I am to be dating him, and blah, 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 like, okay, I get it, but I just don't want it to be too much. Like, yeah, I, but again, I don't think they'll do it. I don't think they would. I just want them to keep them how they are, just dating. <laughs> what was your favorite part, if you had to choose one? Of the episode? Yeah. I mean, the arena scene. Like, aside from that... Yeah, like, aside. Aside from the arena scene... Um... I... I think my favorite... I like the... uh, I like Corbin's little, like... Corbin, like, connecting with all the kids and, like, being proud of them and happy for them. It was sweet. I think I like Kristoff's lullaby. Because we were just waiting... Oh, yeah. For so long for that. Brittany said, so many freaking emotions. LOL, I cried my eyes out as soon as Corbin Blue started singing every day. Mm-hmm. Same. Of course, I knew what song he was singing before he said three words. And when he did the what team chant, I was thinking, yay, he did it. And M said, I don't even know where to start. Like, we got Jetney and Rena and Arena Kiss and so many good songs slash covers, especially Kristoff's Lullaby and the trailer reactions. I just... Kay said, trust me, I really don't think you'd want to know. Some things are great, but most of it did a terrible job of explaining things simultaneously. One of the best and worst finales. A, a lot of questions that could have been easily answered and things that shouldn't have been brushed off. Holly said, what a wild but amazing ride of a finale. My one note. I don't think it left oh. a lot unanswered. In, I, I think it answered more like than. like in comparison to season two. 212, yeah. Like, it was way different. I, yeah, and I think it might be, because they wrapped up things from two and three. So I think they'll mm-hmm. wrap up whatever's left in three and four. I don't think they left a lot open either. Just like. I think I need to do a quick rewatch before we <laughs> record our recap and see. Oh, of the whole season? Yeah. The season as a whole? I can do that in a day. Oh, yeah. Yeah. We could do that in the airport. <laughs> For real. Holly said, what a wild but amazing ride of a finale. My one note is that I wish we had gotten a little more of Val throughout the entire season. Same. So true. Meg's acting in the scene when EJ cries, like the look on her face and her little lip tremble. She got me right in my feels at that moment. Jade Brown said, I loved it because it shows everyone that wherever that whatever you are going through, whether that's anxiety or what EJ was going through, that you are not alone. But I do wish that EJ's dad would say he was proud of him for what he did. And Kieran said one of the best episodes, but it saw the end of an era with Nini. Sarah said, everyone waking up, Ricky was great and Big Red bringing the birthday cake was sweet. Ricky's birthday wish and then saying, where's Gina? He definitely wished for Gina. <laughs> This is me was so good. Liamani killed that one. She has such an amazing voice. It reminded me of that one episode of Glee where they sang The Scientist. <laughs> I can't wait to see more of Gina and Court's friendship in season four. Same. Mm-hmm. Uh, Court killed Let It Go. She was so good. But Channing, he pissed me off so much in this episode. You do not mess with my girl, Courtney. Gina saying, don't get me started to Channing. Like, if you mess with Court, you mess with Gina. I get it that you need some drama, but these kids are already freaking out about opening night, so you don't have to add to their stress level. They're also kids. They're literal children. I'm so glad Corbin fired him. Big Red saying to Ashlyn that he thinks she's the one for him. I really thought he was going to propose or something. I'm glad we all were thinking the same thing. That was so... Because when he brought up his parents... 
Well, like, why does he need to pull her out from the show to be like, hey, we're already dating. I, j- I think you're the one. Like, he, he couldn't. Like, like, you couldn't. Wait. One, one, you couldn't have waited. <laughs> Two, it's not like this is some confession that, yeah. like, has not been <laughs> established, I yeah. guess. Yeah. Like, you're literally dating. Also, like, what if that had messed up Ashlyn mid performance, you know? Not that it was what anything big, but off. yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm so glad he didn't. Ricky being pre- protective of Gina, like he was ready to straight up beat Channing if he would have, if he wouldn't have stopped. Kristoff's lullaby was so good, and the way Ricky looked at Gina when he was singing it, like oh my god, I loved how proud Nini looked when she saw Ricky perform. But EJ, my heart breaks for him. All he ever wanted to do was make his dad proud. But Cash Caswell, how dare you <laughs> hang up on your own son? I understand EJ and his behavior so much better now. When they sang every day, I just started crying. It was beautiful. But the premiere, Court Slade with that outfit and the hair. Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Ricky saying, I'm Ricky Bowen and you're watching Disney Plus. And then doing the hand gesture was so funny. The trailer for the doc was so chaotic. Also, Ricky's confession wasn't in that trailer. I really thought they would put that in. But now to the main event of this episode, Rena. Oh, my God. Where to start? Gina's confession made me cry so bad. I also really love the callbacks to season one and the parallel to 206. The way Ricky looks at Gina when she's talking, he's so in love. He literally had tears in his eyes. And when Gina's about to leave and Ricky's like, wait, and then he just kissed her like, oh my god. I'm very glad that it was Ricky that initiated the kiss and not Gina. Ricky saying the kiss, Ricky saying after the kiss, don't get me started, was so cute. Literally everything about that scene was perfect. The music, the lights, the place where it happened, them, everything. This is how we win. I'm so glad the episode was 50 minutes long. This was the best season finale. Uh, this was the best finale of the series. No one can tell me otherwise. The season has been the best yet, and I can't believe it's already over. I'm also gonna miss listening to you guys talk about this show. It's been so great to listen to you guys every Monday. Thank you. Would be sad to not be talking about this show. I know. I always get excited when we are actually covering the reason for our podcast. Yeah. I can't wait for season four of the show, and I get that I listen. Uh, I can't wait for season four of the show, and then I get to listen to you guys talk about it again. I love you guys. We love you, Thanks, Sarah. Sarah. Thank you. At Bryce Euphoria said, okay, can't even fall asleep right now, so I'll write my notes. It's almost 5 a.m. I'm running on caffeine and insanity. Us in the hotel. Literally. Rena kissed. Big Red's bye. Nini's gone. Court was amazing. <laughs> Period. Honestly, what did I just watch? That was chaos. The Rena confession isn't real to me. It's literally a good fanfic. I actually can't believe that after three years, to be shudder <laughs> and other ships that will remain nameless. We got our end game. It literally still like does it. It like feels made up. Yeah, <laughs> like, especially because we like us. We've been on the go, and I just feel like I haven't gotten to properly to just like sit at home yeah, in my bed settled. and watch it like i watch every other episode and yeah. i'm like this actually happened that was the best slow burn in the history of tv i'm so happy i love rena balled my eyes out for court as someone who has anxiety too i lost my mind a half hour before rena even kissed el mayo i'm so happy season three was made timberly has himself seven seasons and a spinoff movie <laughs> at this point <laughs> I hate that I have to wait a year for season four, though. Do you think it's going to be a year? That's so long. Uh, like, they're filming probably, right Probably. When did season two came out? Season two came out. When did season two came out? When did season two come? It was May mm-hmm. of last year, and this one started, what, eight weeks ago, so. 
I can't do math. That's true. It started end of July. It was Ugh. July like twenty seventh, I think. Oh yeah, so. something like that. Okay. Like after. So zombies. yeah, it was like a year. Dang. Ugh. I know. Um, love the podcast, and for the first time, knowing it, Rena Endgame. I'm emotionally killed right now. You have no idea. Literally us. And Art said, "Oh wow. Um, scattered thoughts. No organization. Good for Big Red. Period. Good for Big Red. Period." I also love that media doesn't give a lot of male bisexual representation. Yeah. Like, if it's given, it's typically females. Yeah, that's so true. Damn it, I thought Seblos was the only stable ship in this damn show. <laughs> They're famous. Rena Kiss, Rena Kiss. The way Madden Jet just dipped. That was funny to me. They, they like, really were like, go, uh, we're just gonna like, go. I'm not gonna talk about anything that was just said. Um, yeah, I'm, no. I'm just gonna go. Nini, I'm gonna miss her so much. The lotto ticket. Miss Jen. Corbin knowing Miss Jen. Also, I think she's letting Mr. Bowen go or something. We could only hope. She just doesn't seem all that excited to be with him in general. Like, she... It's she, not like, she literally dipped right after it's the It's not like she doesn't like him, yeah. but it do, she just doesn't seem excited about it. Like, whenever Nini asked her about the cruise, she was like... Yeah. Yeah. Like, but, like... Yeah, I was like, on a boat. Yeah, she's like, yeah, I'm doing it, but, like... It's, it's like the, the, the Ron Weasley, you're gonna you suffer, gonna- <laughs> but you're gonna be happy about it. <laughs> Carlos in a dress made by Court and probably Dara. <laughs> so true. Again, good for Seb, but why is but that? No, the- can oh, we wait. discuss how Dara made her D23 gold dress? dress? Oh, what? Like seeing photos Literally, of it, what can she not do? Seeing it in person? Yeah, like first we saw that photo, but then I saw it in person. I was like, wow. Literally crazy. Um, Art said good for Seb, but I think you meant good for Big Red. But why is that in the trailer? <laughs> Why was Big Red in that trailer? The real question is, did Big Red sign a release for that to be put in? The real question is, when did they record <laughs> Big Red? Yeah, for the confessional. <laughs> Maybe it was during um when he was backstage talking to Ashlyn. I guess. OMG, Jack got caught on the hot mic. So no, that makes it even funnier because the kids got to know Channing. Oh, yeah, Channing like, threw him in the chair. Through, they got to know Channing, like, throughout <laughs> the eight weeks there at camp. Big Red literally sits in a chair first time ever. I'm Big Red, I'm Ashlyn's boyfriend, and I'm by. Like, good to meet you. <laughs> I didn't know he was chill like that. Like, that's the, that's the introduction. <laughs> Um, <laughs> did his name say, like, Ashlyn's boyfriend or something under it? It I, probably, I don't know. Because what if it just said Big Red? I would simply be like, who is this? <laughs> sorry, sorry, but I don't know this man. <laughs> I know, I imagine, like, watching the documentary, well, because this is the trailer. Yeah. And you get that in the trailer, and then he's not he's in the not whole in rest anything. of the documentary. <laughs> I'd be like, where was that kid in the, in the trailer? Like, where is he? Where's this bi redhead? <laughs> um, Art also said, oh no, forgot to mention young Anna and Elsa. This is me sounding great, and young Elsa helping court out was spectacular, and Miss Jen helping young Anna. 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 <laughs> Sorry, that's the name of someone I went to school with. Spectacular. No, I played soccer with a kid um, when I was a kid. I, I <laughs> Really? <laughs> No I, way. I didn't just want to, like, come up and just say, I played soccer with a child. <laughs> 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 I played soccer. 
you're like, let me let me make sure let, this let me is clear. clear. But I played soccer with this girl when I was a kid, and her name was Anna, and it was spelled like Anna, but her, like A N A. Like, no, like, like spelled A-N-A. like Anna. Yeah. And her mom was, like, so pretentious about it whenever people would call her Anna. Like, if they just read it, she was like, it's Anna. And I'm like, who's gonna know that? That's, like, a Who, girl. Like, that's, like, I, I, went, I, like, can't even think of another name that would just, it's just, like, it's pretty now, serious. <laughs> it's Anna's pro- mom. It's pronounced Lauren. No, no, literally. Not Lauren. No, there was a girl at my school, like, uh, my name is Lauren. As you guys know. But <laughs> no, they don't. <laughs> her name, she, her pronunciation was Loren, and she would make sure she would say that all the time. It's like, it's yeah, like, it's I know like it's you your pronunciation, but it's I know like, that's your name, but also you can't just assume people are going to know that yours is the one that's pronounced different. differently than, like, everybody yeah. else's. Let it, oh my god. Wait, wait. Terry. Okay. Oh, you finished yeah, art. Finish okay. Yeah. Terry said, I loved it. The hype was too much in my opinion, but it was a fantastic episode nonetheless and has me super excited for next season. I know there are some who don't like Miss Jen, but I absolutely love her and I'm happy we're going to have her full time next season. Yeah. Her relationship with the kids is so sweet. So, so sweet. And in this ep, her scenes with Nini were perfection. Speaking of Nini, why did her telling Miss Jen she couldn't miss her tradition of giving out opening night cards make me tear up? No, same. I was being a sap during all her scenes. Her scene with Courtney was spoiled because of the sneak peek released, but it didn't make it any less emotional for me either. I love, love, love that they gave Nini, uh, they gave a Nini scene to court. Yeah. It was established from the pilot. They were besties, and it was the one relationship with Nini's that I needed to see more of. Uh, see one more time on screen. The sadness, sad. Why can't oh my I? God, speak? are you okay? <laughs> the sadness in Nini during this scene was definitely felt like it was Liv's real feelings bleeding through. At least that's what I'm hoping for, as it would mean the character meant just as much as to her as it did to us. Them singing that little snippet of Born to be Brave brought tears to my eyes. Ugh, I live for their friendship and I'll miss seeing it on screen. Her last scene was perfect too, in my opinion. No notes. Perfect utilization of Born to be Brave in the episode. Mm -hmm. Still trying to come to terms with the fact that this is the last time we'll see Nini. It's bittersweet. But I will say, for as much as I'll miss Nini, the show definitely proved this season that it can continue perfectly fine without her. That perfectly sums up our feelings. Yeah, it's like... Yeah, she's not going to be on the show, and, like, yeah. it's sad, and it is the end of an era, but, like, this season was amazing. Yeah. And when, it's, like... At, when she was it's like out people, in LA. I hate the people that are... The Grammy thing uh, that people have been saying, The, the like, stupid Grammy thing, and just, like, the people that are literally, like, downgrading and just completely, like... Being so rude about, like, Sophia's acting ability as a leading lady. Yeah. Because, like... we Nini was not missed when she was not on this season. No. And, like, even season two, she was barely there. Yeah. Like, people are acting like Sophia's not capable of being a leading lady, and this season was far better than two when... Even two, I would not say Nini was the leading role. No. So just don't, like, downgrade Sophia's acting ability just because... Yeah, that one tweet you made. Mm. 
We won't get into that. No. But you can scroll. Which is, don't downgrade Sophia's acting ability because you're going to miss Olivia in the show. Because, like, you don't need to tear down one of them. No, I think it was to a... To support the other. Yeah, it was a great wrap-up of Olivia. Yeah. A testament to everyone involved in the show. Moving on, I don't know what they have planned for Ashlyn, Big Red, and Maddox, but I don't want any of their feelings to get hurt. I love all of them. Big Red is too pure for this world and deserves only the best. When he told Ashlyn he wants to spend the rest of his life with her, not knowing Ashlyn doesn't feel the same, my heart ached. And I found it so funny that they made Ashlyn say she has a crush on Val last week there... Last week, but there was no goodbye, no mention of her by Ashlyn during this episode. There was never any crush. The crush is on Maddox. Come on. <laughs> the last minutes of the episode with the reactions to the trailer and the arena scene were chef's kiss. Rewatched the trailer scene over ten times. The whole thing had me dying. From Maddox's reaction to Jet's confession of love for Courtney, to Ashlyn saying they shouldn't have signed those releases, to what the footage implied of Carlos and the guy, to everyone's <laughs> reaction to Big Red saying he's bi. Perfect. Peak comedy. As for the Rena scene, I second all the reactions from the fans. I'm not a hardcore Rena, but the scene was everything, and I'm looking forward to seeing their relationship next season. Sophia is a phenomenal actress. There's more to say, but you guys will probably have a season recap episode, and I'll <laughs> share the rest of my thoughts there. Shout out to all the people in their 20s who who watch the show and listen to the podcast. It's been really great hearing that there's more, more of us than I thought. Much love, as always, to both of you guys, and keep up the amazing work. Last thing, Twitter convinced me Nini was singing Gotta Go My Own Way, so I was disappointed when she did it. I saw some people say that, but I just really didn't think it was going to happen anyway. Yeah. I would have liked it, but I understand the disappointment. Also, Terry called it. We are having a recap. Yeah. So look forward to that. CB said, ah, I don't know where to start with this episode. It was the perfect finale. We got so many songs, and they were all amazing. Court's performance of Let It Go was probably the standout, but they were all great. I'm so glad that Chan- yeah, that Channing finally and got- you were judging me! <laughs> I know. Finally got put in his place and that Corbin got a mini redemption arc. EJ's dad is horrible and I hate him so much. At least he has Val, who might win the best friend award for this season. She was awesome. Nini's goodbye was sweet and I love the Born to be Brave callback. Okay, now onto the main event, the premiere. Honestly, the most chaotic five minutes of television, LOL. <laughs> The way the trailer was edited together was hilarious. True. If there's one thing about Channing, he's a good editor. That was so funny. Maddox's reaction to Jet saying he was in love with Court had me dying. Such an older sister thing to do. And Big Red at the end, so random, but loved it. How did he even get to be interviewed? Exactly! Yeah, and why did it? he feel like that was the correct time slash platform to come out? He literally, he, so he literally has not even told his best he hasn't friend even told Richard. Yet, and he's like telling this camera. He's telling Channing. He's telling Channing behind the camera. All right. The kiss was not expected. Okay, that. I want to oh. know when they started filming these confessionals. Because Gina in the confessionals... It was at the, definitely at the beginning. Gina in the confessionals is in, like, her outfit from literal first episode yeah. of the series. Because prob- she's got the bow in the back with the... Yeah, like... It's probably Channing just attempting to pull B-roll. Probably. You know? Yeah, because that would have meant they literally started recording their confessionals, like... First The day. night the doc got announced. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> The kiss was not expecting that. I assumed Ricky was going to confess to Gina, not the other way around. And I definitely didn't think they were going to actually get together. It shocked me in the best way. I can't wait to see their dynamic as an official couple. It's going to be so cute. I'm a little nervous about their future, though, since I doubt they'll keep them together all of season four. 
They probably are going to add extra drama, which won't be fun, but I still think they're endgame. Final lingering questions. Are Ash and... Wait. Are Ash and Big Red fine now? Because it seemed like Ash didn't have feelings anymore, but by the episode, she seemed content in their relationship again, so I'm confused. I am also confused I was also that. confused with that, because when he was confessing everything to her, and she was like, I gotta go. Yeah. Like, she really just looked like... Like, okay. Uh, like, I don't know what to say about this, because I don't feel the same. But then, at the end, she was like, oh, I need to, I need to like, get yeah, Big Red on like, the phone. Yeah, she was like, I gotta call my boyfriend. Yeah. I also really want to know about Maddox, Jet, and Emmy's role next season. I'm assuming they're all going to be in it since the actors were at D23, but I don't know how they're going to include all of them, especially since Emmy isn't old enough to go to East High. She's going into eighth grade, I think. No, she's going to... She, isn't they're she? in eighth grade going to be freshmen. Oh, okay. Well, I feel like we'll talk about more that more in the recap. Yeah. Okay, that's all. Thanks for having this platform for everyone to share their thoughts. It's so fun. Of course. It's fun for us. As far as Rena. I don't think they'll have them break up next season. Like, there's no way they're going to build them up for three seasons. Yeah, and then... And then... There'll be drama. There's going to be drama, but I don't know if it's going to be with them so much. Yeah. I just really don't think Tim would spend the whole time building them up. And Tim himself has an attachment to Rena, so, like, there's no way he's going to spend all this time developing it and then just... Make it crash and burn within a season. Yeah. We've got one that says, Hi, I haven't been following you guys for that long, but I love the podcast and started listening during season two. Now, in terms of the episode, it was everything. If we're being honest, I truly don't remember that much that happened in the episode <laughs> other than Courtney's solo, Christoph Lullaby, the premiere, and the Rena Kiss help. I just can't believe it happened. I've been a Rena since 2019 when the Homecoming episode dropped, and I would search Ricky Gina in the Twitter Aww. search bar to see if anyone felt the same. It was so long overdue. Literally was the only one out of my friend group who believed in them from day one because I appreciate the slow burn development. Just wanted to say love you all. Thanks for making Twitter so entertaining. <laughs> oh, and one other thing. I loved how in Gina's confession we were able to visualize all of their moments together because we saw them all on screen. Oh. For Rini, we only heard about their past and we didn't see the Portwell first kiss or first date. We saw the night at homecoming and car combo, saw them dancing to Truth Justice songs in our key, saw the spin hug Thanksgiving, saw her come back and uh, him question everything, first semi-confession, Valentine's Day, chocolates, and all of season three. Like, they're so clearly, in my mind, in game. It'll be so fun. That's so true. I love that point. Which, I mean, like, the Rini thing makes sense because they've been friends since they were yeah. kids, but, like, literally all the Portwell stuff, like just wasn't important enough to, to I lo- like, even film. I love how they listed all of that, too, because that's so much that's that we saw. literally a lot. And that's not even everything. Mm-mm. Nation said, I thought it forced the relationship of Gina and Ricky. It was great seeing Court come out into her own, but the forced ending of EJ and Gina wasn't handled the best because it's like she only used him to get with Ricky, and for me, that wasn't the best writing. And Eliz said, wow, what a season finale. Such a step up from season two, lol. And even though I loved all the Frozen stuff, I have to focus on the last ten minutes or so. Ricky doing the Disney Plus sign was everything to me. And also after Camp Prom, he must have decided he likes showing cleavage. Because that (laughs) shirt... (laughs) Cleavage Bowen. Because that shirt underneath the blazer was very low. But everyone looked great. And all the doctored footage from the trailer made me laugh so much. 
As for Rena, OMG, never forgot. Yeah, never thought we'd get a kiss scene, but I'm so glad to be wrong. There's so much I could say about the scene, but I don't want this to be too long. So I'll just say I think there's something so satisfying about the whole season, sort of leading up to Ricky's confession, just for it to end up being Gina who actually confesses. Oh, love that. Yes. I think the fact that it caught both Ricky and the audience by surprise really reflects on how Rena's entire dynamic took everyone by surprise back in season one. Gina always keeps people on their toes. Y'all are so smart. Very true. Mo said, Hi, Ivy and Lauren. This is probably going to be kind of long, and I apologize profusely for it. You're not the only one. (laughs) (laughs) After spending years just passively acknowledging the show's existence, a.k.a. scrolling through the tags when it trended on Tumblr, I finally bit the bullet and watched the show for the first time just this last few weeks. Would you believe me if I said the catalyst for this was a post from a Stranger Things Lucas X Max Twitter account that posted <laughs> a re- that Rena was Lumax coded and that it was enough to get me to binge a show? I can't tell if I should be ashamed of myself or not. LOL. Oh my no, God. because Rena and Lumax are very similar. Yeah. I just discovered your podcast in the past week and listened to you. Until all of your season three Oh, my God. Oh, my gosh. You spent too much time (laughs) invested in us. Not that, but thank you. And, boy, it's sure nice to not be alone and know that there's other 20-plus-year-old fans of this show. Right. Sorry I'll stop rambling and get to my actual feelings on the episode. Wow. Just wow. I avoided promos and song drops like the plague for this episode and waiting till Wednesday was torture. (laughs) But it was worth it because Rena is canon. I never predicted that they were actually going to kiss this episode. And it was not a Disney kiss. It was such a pleasant shock. I shipped Rena. True. But, yeah, okay, yeah. and we also didn't get vertigo from it. From the, <laughs> from the camera. <laughs> from the rainy kiss, spinning and spinning. Uh, it was such a pleasant shock. I shipped Rena all those years ago when I only knew about the show through gifts and short clips on <laughs> Tumblr, so I can't imagine how Rena fans who actually kept up with the show back then feel. How you feel, Alondra? Huh? <laughs> how you feel after shipping Rena all these years and it finally oh happened. Oh my gosh. Alondra was a day one. I've actually won. I was a day one. Um, Like, as in... Before us. No, Before us. Like, as in, they released their little Instagram videos, and I said, "Mm mm-hmm. Them. I see the vision. (laughs) I can see. Tim said, Tim said, Pacey and Joey, and I said, that's all I need to know. (laughs) That's all I need to know. Um, it may be an unpopular opinion, but I like that it was Gina who had the big speech and confession at the end. She's always been the one to be more open and clear about her feelings and stances with others. Heck, she even said this at the beginning of the episode. Gotta love foreshadowing. Plus, Gina, this whole season, having been told words and promises from EJ that never were delivered upon, but with Ricky, he doesn't need to say anything. He just acts. Sure, it would have been nice to hear Ricky confess, but we've watched him the entire season pine after Gina and Mm -hmm. kept his feelings under wraps as to not push her. We know how he feels. Gina was the one person whose feelings were somewhat ambiguous, so hearing her flat out say she liked Ricky was clarity to the audience, but especially Ricky needed. Oh, man, Ricky's face journey during this scene is so <laughs> precious. Josh and Sophia killed it, not just here, but the entire episode. Everyone did. Courtney made me cry during Let It Go. I was so proud of her. EJ has now become my adopted son because screw his dad. 
Also, I think it sucks that so many fans are divided on whether or not he's the villain or that his arc regressed. I say it's neither. Maybe because I'm an adult who's had to go through that tough transition from teen to adult, but I sympathize with EJ just as much as I sympathize with Gina. The show wasn't mm-hmm. trying to say EJ was a bad person, just that his priorities weren't matching with Gina's and that they were in two different places in life. She didn't hate him or think he was a bad person. She said that exact opposite. She just didn't want to be in a relationship riddled in maybes. Exactly. Yeah. That's so well put. Last thing, the music was so good this episode. Kristoff's lullaby, Ricky's look at Gina, what a beautifully staged scene. Every day made me sob. This is me. Let it go. The Born to be Brave callback. Just all so good. Sorry, last, last thing, and I'll shut up, I promise, (laughs) but did the tone of this episode feel slightly different, or was it just me? Unless I'm forgetting something, I think there was only one cut to character talking directly to the camera this whole episode, and it was Ricky asking where Gina was before the title card. This episode just came off more serious in a way. I don't know. This time skip was kind of iffy to me at points, but it felt somewhat jarring after the tone of shallow lake scenes, but the ridiculous trailer slash Big Reds coming out and the Rena kiss made up for it. Overall, loved this episode. I think everything you worded was so perfect. And Mo, I am glad you are here. I am glad you're in the family. I'm glad you're listening. Thank you for taking the time to listen to us ramble for (laughs) this whole season within the past week. Binging us the same way you binge this show. Thank you. I'm going to read Anthony's because I just feel like you need to read Mads because you've read Mads this whole season. It's tradition. Anthony said, family, I loved it. Oh my goodness. Tim wrote season three with a golden pen. Period. My favorite season yet. A few things I need help with from y'all, though. One, I was under the impression that the say yes to something that scares me was the last thing on the bucket list. I paused it when they showed the updated list in seven, and it was already crossed out. Was it the hot mic confession? Yeah, we, I, we talked no, about this. When they talked about him only having the lotto ticket and walk on the moon left, left I was like, okay, then what was the scare, scary thing? I think simply... Was it, like, going in the woods? Maybe. Like, they... In episode three, like... I also think they just didn't speak to the prop department <laughs> on the actual show. No. Two, I knew Court and her anxiety arc would lead to her singing a powerful res- rendition of Let It Go, and I was right, so proud of her. Three, I know the actual play is never really a focus in the show, but I would have loved to see Jet as Hans more. So Very actually, true. Yeah, same. Well, we really only got him in the outfit. We didn't and really... Yeah, that's, like, all we got yeah. of him as Hans. Like, two seconds. Yeah. Four, Ricky looking at Gina during Kristoff's lullaby. I took that as his confession to her. Oh, yeah. Mm. Five, why was Corbin so surprised to see Miss Jen? Did he not see her at Color War? Oh, yeah. He, I don't he was scurrying think about. He, he did. He wasn't out rock climbing. I feel like, yeah, I feel like the only part of Color War he was really at was the, like, sing-off. Yeah. In the beginning. Yeah. Six, did Carlos actually cheat? LOL, he seemed more upset that they cut off his line about being a star. Yeah, he wasn't really defending the cheating. Oh, I... Bestie cousin better not be cheating. <laughs> you on, do not on cheat on Sebu. <laughs> not on Sebu. I don't think so, though. I think he was... I don't think so. But why did he not explain the context of any of that? You don't need to explain the context to anybody but Seb. Oh, valid. That's true. That's true. Which he does. Yeah, because he he, he runs does off need to, to explain that context to Seb. Yeah, for sure. Seven. No well, one did. 
<clears throat> Seven, no wonder Jet was able to see Ricky's feelings for Gina. He was going through it all season for Courtney, LOL. He had the confession that could not be taken out of context. <laughs> and the laugh that Maddox had was priceless. No way that they don't bring back Maddox and Jet for season four. Maybe Emmy and Alex. Nine, remember the scene where they all signed their names on the Frozen canvas? There's a white shot where it shows the previous summer musical and we see Nini and Val's name signed. Oh, I didn't see that. See, I need to rewatch. Lastly, I love that scene. It was perfect. I'm glad it was Gina to say it, her feelings in the callback to the flashback scene from last season. This time, Ricky didn't let her go. I love that. So glad to see them together. The slow burn paid off. Also, all the, quote, Ricky only got with Gina because Nini is leaving, unquote. Haters clearly didn't watch season one. They would have been together had Gina not moved away. Bonus, Gina is going to do the season three recap at the beginning of season four. Ooh. We're going to come back to that, Anthony, when it's season four. I had a few more thoughts about upon rewatching. I got to say that it's not safe for Cash Caswell in the Salt Lake streets. <laughs> he might have reached Ricky's mom slash Lily level of hate. The worst. Oh, I need to do that poll. Oh, yeah. yeah. I'll do that poll tomorrow. I like EJ, but he's transitioning into a young adult. Him and Gina were never going to work. He needs someone with shared life experience. Maybe Val. It's always been Ricky for Gina. She may have had a small crush on him from the moment she heard him sing in the first episode. He just needed to heal and grow and to fully have his eyes open to the impact that Gina has had on him. She's the true Gabriella of the series. I love that it was Gina who made the confession instead of Ricky. I took the look that he gave her during Kristoff's lullaby as her confirmation of his feelings. I also love that she pinpointed moments that we have seen from season one in her confession. Even the look in her eyes with Ricky was something EJ never got. Now let them be happy in season four and beyond. Period, Anthony. Bestie Mads. Okay. Okay, <laughs> Rena Day. Thoughts. Oh my god, how am I not dreaming? Rena Endgame, like it can't be denied anymore. That scene was beautiful. It was cinematic, truly best scene in the show. Give Sophia and Josh an Emmy, please, and thank you. I really wasn't expecting them to kiss this season, but boy am I glad they did. I've been waiting three years for this. Like, people called me delusional, but here I am. The callbacks to Homecoming and The Hat, I Am Not Well. The way that Tim said in an interview that since they filmed Homecoming, Rena has been the plan. Mm-hmm. And then having Gina say Ricky was never the plan, but plans change. I see you, Tim. All the parallels and thought put into each Rena scene has always felt so deliberate. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. Tim is genius. This is hashtag real television. Also, Rena Kiss was the prettiest kiss I've ever seen. Pretty people, pretty lighting, pretty clothes, pretty cinematography. <laughs> Rena's taking it. Honestly, after the Rena confession, I forgot about everything else that happened in the episode. Also, famous Rena, I win. This is how I... Oh my god. Can we get some, like, meta... Like... Like, meta Rena trending oh. when the doc releases? That'd be... That would hurt my head. Like, the... Tw- <laughs> well, like, the Twitterverse... Yeah, yeah, yeah. ...within like the Tom show. Dea. Like, oh my god, Ricky and Gina in this documentary are yeah. so cute. Like... I think oh they should. They should put actual. They should put actual Rena tweets. Yeah, that <gasps> like fans have made. Oh my god, it would just be our whole timeline. <laughs> Tim, if you need some screenshots, we got you. <laughs> we got you. We got you. Go through our likes. <laughs> yeah, people. I think that would be so funny. It would hurt my brain though, because I'd be like, "What is happening?" But like. In a good People way. in the universe of the show are yeah. going to watch the documentary That's and crazy. be like, oh my god, Ricky and Gina look so cute together. That's crazy. Like, are we part of 
Are we in the MCU? (laughs) Is this fucking play about us? (laughs) God, where was I? I don't even know. This is how I get secret dating. Ricky's and you're watching Disney Plus. I saw that was the cutest thing ever. They killed Frozen. This was possibly the best production they probably the best production they put on. And even though it was all in one episode, I felt the pacing was good. Me too. Yeah. It didn't feel it didn't feel like it was like two twelve jammed in. <laughs> Don't talk about it. Um, I love that the episode was about fifty minutes and hope that they do more longer episodes in season four. I hope so. I hope so, but we're not gonna get it. I hope they either do longer episodes or, or more. Make the season longer yeah. again. If you're gonna keep the episodes this good, Timberly, yeah. give us another twelve episode season. Yes. But if you can only do it in an eight episode season and make it this good, then make just it. stay with eight. Yeah. Then I'll be okay with this. Yeah. But because oh, this season, come was, on, give me ten. This season was golden. Give me ten. Courtney killed. Let it go. Like what? Kristoff's lullaby and Ricky looking at Gina saying she's changed what he knows about love, like cinema. The entire episode, I felt like Gina knew Ricky has feelings for her and wanted him to tell her. Like, since they're talking episode 7, I feel like she knew because of the way she was acting with him and looking at him. The yoga scene. Sorry, I'm all over my all over the place with my thoughts. When Ricky said, hey, G, and did a yoga pose, please, they're so cute together. Guys, yeah. what I thought was impossible happened. This show made me feel bad for EJ. Like, he was awful this season. He's still a loser to me. But, oh, my God, his father wasn't supposed to agree with me. That scene was really sad. Like, wow, all these kids' parents suck. Yeah, for oh, real. Oh, right. NeNe's back. <laughs> You'll Yawn. never make me like her. Glad she's finally gone. Her storyline wasn't bringing anything to the table for two whole seasons now. If they had the young girls in the season for more than, like, two scenes, Emmy singing This Is Me would have mm-hmm. felt more natural. But, like, all I could think was how we don't know this girl. But the scene is still amazing, and I loved it regardless. Also, really resonating with Courtney's anxiety storyline and how they acknowledged it doesn't go away. The scene with Alex... That's young Elsa's name, right? <laughs> Maybe feel yes, like Mads. Lizzie Courtney try therapy next season, and I would love that. Oh, and Jet <gasps> being jealous of Big Red being Ricky's bestie was everything. Like, please. This season has dealt with some pretty serious storylines, and, like, everyone had their own storyline in a way that wasn't done in the first two seasons. It was really refreshing. Mm. What was your gasp? What was your... It, it'll be Dara's mom. She'll be back. Yeah. Oh, by the way, Portwell Bones, their grave That's was... That's an oh. <laughs> their grave was really dug, and with the interviews Tim is doing, yeah, they're never coming back. I'd feel bad if it wasn't so incredibly clear since season two that they were a plot device. But anyways, mm-hmm. Rena Endgame, Corbin Wildcat cheer, the world stopped. That was iconic. And them singing every day, and Rena singing together, yeah, just a preview of their many duets to come. I just can't wait for season four. HSM 3 is my favorite HSM movie. Taste. And in my opinion, it's objectively the best. True. I need Rena as Troyella <laughs> and Jet, Jet slash Chad, Courtney slash Taylor. That would be yeah. iconic. Oh my god. Please. We've, no, that, guys, there was an edit we retweeted the other day about Rena as Troyella oh, and yeah, yeah. Jetney as uh, Chad Taylor. Um, <clears throat> Taylor? Also, just want to say I love you guys. You both work so hard on the podcast, and we all appreciate everything you do. Being a safe place for us all to chat about a silly little Disney show we love. Mads! Mads, please. Is we she, love you. Is she my OG Rena? Yeah. Mads is, Mads. Mads is your OG Rena bestie. Yeah. Oh my god! <laughs> it's like you're meeting! <laughs> 
Mads, this is Alondra. <laughs> I've been there from the start. <laughs> I'm just glad, like, you all want to write to us in the first place. No, guys, because we were talking the other day. Like, we started off with our episodes in season one being, like, 30 minutes long. Just us talking about the episodes and, and wrapping like one it up. Voice and message we would have maybe one voice message, maybe one little, like, Instagram story response. Yeah. But just, like, you guys wanting to discuss this stuff with us is so fun to the point that, like, we talk more about your all's opinions and things that you guys dive into than we do on our episode analysis yeah. now. And you guys tell us things, things that we, we didn't even notice. Yeah. Yeah. Micah said, Tim Tam, oh my god. <laughs> As Ashley Moon once said, I am dying, I am deceased, yes. Yes. My heart was warm when Miss Jen saw Gina pass down her method to Emmy. Channing is the definition of a creeper. <laughs> Court powered through Let It Go, and I was nearly sobbing at the end. This is year of Dare Renee. That's it should so be. So true. Everyone singing every day was cute. The cast had a lot of fun filming that montage. I was shocked about the time jump, and don't know how to feel about them being celebrities can you hear the air quotes like jet also ricky didn't bring mike because mike said no to a cruise wait also ricky didn't bring mike because mike said no to a cruise but to sneak off to camp now i was hearing multiple screams and heavy breathing from the world rena endgame has arrived <laughs> that don't get me started line a buckle up wildcats next season is going to be a time to remember Oh, wait, the trailer had me gagged. Carlos's death glare after I didn't come here to make friends. Big Red coming out as bi at the end. And Jetney, I was shook to my core. Love the reality show format. Me too. I think it's so, like, kitschy and funny fun. and meta. It, and I hope we fun. get more, like, talking heads yeah. next season. Because the talking heads are always funny. And I like it when it's more than, like... Two words, talking yeah. head. Like, sometimes... Or even just... Yeah, true. Or even just a talking head that's... They're not even talking. It's just, like, Ricky looking into the camera. Like, I like it when they actually, like, say things. Same. It, like, in the season one, where Gina was talking and then she walks out. And oh, then yeah. comes back and she's like, if I wasn't clear... Yeah. That, like, stuff like that. Just, like, literal usage of I, it. I also understand why people might not like it, but... I, f I think it's funny. I think, yeah. I think once it's you fun. lean into it, it's fun, guys. Uh, it's just a silly little Disney show. <laughs> it's a cow farm. It's There's no big cows outside. <laughs> um, last thing. Sorry, I got a bit emotional during Nini's farewell. The callbacks to season one hit me. It's the start of something new for her and Olivia. I Even I got emotional. Mm -hmm. It's so valid. Jeff said, hey, Ivy and Lauren, well, it all came down to this episode, and I was absolutely blown away. Literally on pins and needles the entire first watch. Same. Channing became such a villain suitable for the show, crossing a line when he tried to trigger Courtney, mm -hmm. but she persevered, and that was a beautiful moment to see her own that stage and moment. Nice seeing Big Red back, but oh, that momentary tension between he and Jet over Richard was on point because it felt real considering the friendship bonds. <laughs> Ashlyn with her ensemble jingle made me smile. Did I mention Richard? Yes, I sure did. Because there was no way any of us didn't shed a tear and burst in applause for that epic Rena moment of truth. And most of all, love. It was a raw honesty with Joshua and Sophia's performance making it real. Additional points to Nini for the lottery ticket. It was a perfect amount of love and thoughtfulness that still exists between her and Ricky. Oh, that's <clears throat> really well put. Mm -hmm. So true. 
It's like they do still have a love for each other, and they've yeah. been friends for like their whole freaking life. But yeah. it's just like, and their breakup was also mutual. mutual. Yeah, they were just like, this is not working. Yeah, like, and they were both sad about it. They're also kids. Yeah, they're children. They're in high school. They're juniors. <laughs> like, oh my god. Um, Miss Jen continues to be a rock for these characters. Yeah. Emmy's performance was also grand. Forgive me for running long, but it's the finale. Go big or go <laughs> home. And Corbin is home. I called it back in season three, episode one. I knew he would ultimately be a good guy. He's wearing a classic Chad tee during the sparkler scene. Amazing. And with all the wildcat wonderfulness, we indeed got the right amount of juice to stir up a plethora of WTF to lead to season <laughs> four with that documentary trailer. So thanks so much again to both of you for the podcast, for the inclusive of your audience and giving us all a shared voice in the HSM TMTS fandom until next season ladies but first I only have one question what team you guys are gonna make me cry no, literally, thank you so much Jeff why are you guys <laughs> all so nice also wildcats <laughs> we, we didn't answer well, thank you. wildcats <laughs> no but what team north high knights <laughs> west high west knights, high knights. <laughs> the south side south side knights <laughs> What are they actually again? What, like East North High. High in the show? No, no, or? East High. In the oh, the leopards. leopards. Yeah, leopards, leopards. I thought you were talking about within the HSM. Oh no, 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 it's no. like it's the West High Knights. What team? Leopards. <laughs> what team? <laughs> East High Leopards. <laughs> what? Not that. Guys, the wonder's being messy. What'd she say? I'm not oh, I just. I'm not. Layla said, guys, I can't believe we made it to the end of season three. It felt like the shortest and longest time of my life. Seriously, like these eight weeks felt long, but eight weeks it, doesn't sound long. It's like we all were sad that this season was only eight episodes. Yeah. But they did it so well to the point that it, it felt long. It felt like it came to a close and we weren't missing. So a true. Anyway, some thoughts. Rena, oh my gosh, just Rena. That kiss was absolutely everything to me. And y'all's reaction was mine. Exactly. I couldn't be happier. Dara absolutely slayed. Let it go. Courtney's come so far this season. I'm just so proud of her. Same. Felt so bad for EJ. You're telling me he called his dad, basically begging him to tell him that he's so proud of him. And Cash freaking Caswell just hangs up. But how do you yeah. do that? Yeah. How do you just hang up on your son when he's literally like, Crying to screaming, crying, sliding down a wall, begging to you on the phone, saying, All I ever wanted was you to say you were proud of me, and you hang up. Jail, he's so sick, like that was horrible. And as slander as I give him, and as much slander as I give him, EJ deserves better. Overall, these characters mean so much to me, and I love them with my whole heart. Gonna miss them so much. I'm glad that even the people that don't like EJ as a character, because there are a lot, they're still like. That was messed up. Yeah. Because it was. Because it straight up was. And it really encapsulate why EJ has been acting the way he was this season. I said but it also earlier, those daddy issues run deep. Yeah. But also they, they just hate <laughs> the writers do not like EJ this season. They really don't. Also very random, but really quick, I want, you guys, I just wanted to say thank you guys so much for everything. I love y'all on the pod so, so much, and it literally makes me so happy every time y'all post a new episode or a hilarious Twitter update. Your podcast is an essential part in my everyday morning and night routine, getting to talk, rant, 
laugh and obsess about a show we all love so much is absolutely amazing, and it truly feels like a community. Y'all's hard work is seen by me, the cast, basically everyone. Can't wait for the future. You guys Lila. are too nice to us. I'm gonna cry. <laughs> Seriously. Stop. Thanks, Layla. Jake said... Oh my god, not my hip like popping out. Of I think I heard it. <laughs> I think I heard your hip Literally, pop. I think I just dislocated my hip, guys. <laughs> Jake said, firstly, man, was I so grateful that this episode was 50 minutes long. Like, thank you, Timberly. The stallion. It was so Period. wholesome to see everyone celebrate Ricky's birthday, and I had to LOL at Jet being jealous of Big Red. Like, sweetie, you've known Ricky for two weeks. <laughs> I swear the three of them better be a besties trio next season. They will. Miss Jen really showed how much she cared for the kids, and her encouraging young Anna was so wholesome, it shows that she cares for all theater kids. I actually can't wait to see her again in full next season. Just hopefully she doesn't tell anyone to jump off something high. <laughs> Not gonna lie, I'm not really feeling that this is me performance. It felt weird and kind of random to put in there and it made and make it a group number. But hey, everyone looked so good in their costumes. Well, almost everyone. I'm so sorry, Elton. <laughs> Chang is so ser- is so seriously the worst though. Like, why did they hire a reality TV guy to make a documentary that makes no sense? And honestly, him making Courtney's anxiety flare up was so messed up. Mm-hmm. Gina should have decked him for that. Period. And Ricky should have broke his camera later on. I'm so glad he won't be back. Let It Go was amazing, and I love that they did a callback in the phone to the phone thing from season one. It was so amazing to see Courtney shine and overcome her anxieties. But I do also enjoy that they said that it doesn't just go away magically. You learn to manage it. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Ricky's version of Kristoff's lullaby was so great, and I'm, sh- and I'm sure it helped solidify some things in the particular characters. But also, does anyone else find it weird that Nini was just standing in the back the whole time? Yes. Like I know she wanted her being there to be a surprise, but still, girl, you can sit down. <laughs> Speaking of Nini, I find it so weird that she actually she only actually shared scenes with two people. Like, did Olivia just really not want to be there, or what? But, yep, she's going west, though it's kind of weird that her whole family's moving out there, too, but, oh, well, Nina will be missed, and her giving the lottery ticket to Ricky was such a great way to book in their story. He's not a kid anymore, and he doesn't need to hold on to her anymore. So true. All right, let's talk Elton John. <laughs> Holy crap, did this episode just really stick the cherry on top of the shit Sunday this season? <laughs> I like how you replaced <laughs> <laughs> My brain didn't, like change that one i was reading too quickly uh the cherry on top of the crap sunday this season was making for him like he did all this and for basically nothing his own father didn't even care to give him a full minute of his time he couldn't say he was proud of him he lost another girl to ricky because of all the stress he was under and he didn't even get a single congratulations on directing a good show so not from anyone like listen i love ej but man this season did nothing but disrespect him and put him through pain like He's a way better person than me because I would have hit Ricky. This is the second time something like this has happened, and we don't even know what's going to happen to EJ now. I just hope whatever season four has in store for him, it gives him happiness because I just hate seeing him in pain. No, it's so true. Val was like the only person actually there for him this season, and that's just heartbreaking. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and I guess Rena is canon now or something. Good for them. Whatever. I didn't like EJ's treatment due to it. It was horrible, but yay, Rena's you won. Enjoy your food. Lastly, I want to know why Channing, a grown-ass man, enacted petty revenge against literal children.
children by editing the dog Literally. like that. Like, sir, those are children, and now you're going to embarrass them on national television. It's crazy. I'm sure the doc will have lasting effects going into season four, but for now, I'm just so confused on why Channing did that. But also, hey, Redland is bye for bye, so that's cool. Guess they're still together then. Sorry, guys. <laughs> Not the sorry. Oopsies. Uh, I'm honestly on the fence about even watching season four since season three wasn't my fave, but I'll wait for our first real look at it before I make my judgment. But I will say season three was better than season two, but nothing could top season one. And honestly, sometimes I think that this show should have just been a limited series. I think they'll be... Did they get... They got run in for three, four together, three right? Three, four together, yeah. No five yet, though. I feel like four is gonna be the last one. I kinda, I'm not saying I want it to be over. Yeah, no, but I feel but I like, get what Jake's kind of th- like. But I feel like four is gonna be. I feel like they're gonna see out Ricky's senior year. Yeah, because because yeah. honestly, at this point, like, yeah, everyone's a main character, but like, Ricky's, Ricky is Ricky's been there from the start yeah. and been a integral part of the show from the beginning. So, and it's Gina's junior year. And I think if anything, five will be the last. Yeah, but I don't know what they do. Like, like ended what at would they four. do once Ricky's graduated? Yeah. yeah, ended at four. We don't need a Glee. We don't need another Glee. Don't talk. Don't get me started on Glee. <clears throat> do not get me started. Not right when Haley gets out of the shower. Not not when the Glee comes in the room. <laughs> the Glee in the room. <laughs> All right. Greg said, hey, Lauren and Ivy, I just want to say this is the best finale that we have gotten in the whole show. Obviously, season two finale was terrible, but this definitely blew one finale out of the park. I love the production of Frozen. They all killed it. While I love This Is Me cover, I felt like it was out of place for many reasons. We should have gotten more screen time with Alex and Emmy to dig deeper into their stories. I felt like they were just sprinkled. It does. Yeah, it does suck because like Leomani did amazing on the song. Yeah. But, like, we knew nothing about her character other than... <laughs> other than she died. <laughs> other than she, she did. Other than they, au- <laughs> they auditioned and she was nervous. Yeah, and that she played young Anna. And, like, that's all we knew about her. Yeah. And then all of a sudden young she has... Young Gina, actually? Oh, sorry, young Gina. Young Gina. Sorry, Alondra. <laughs> yeah, like, that's all we knew about her character. And then she's yeah. all of a sudden getting a full song. Okay, <laughs> like, but... Like, it the was Slay. It was great. But... It was kind of... Out of place. Random. This camp must be expensive because the production's budget had to be big, which makes... They got make- Disney budget. Yeah, they got that Disney Plus money. Because nah, I'd be paying a lot for Disney Plus. That's all I can say. <laughs> <laughs> and Disney, Disney Plus, the Magic Family. The, the mouse has us in shackles. Yeah, we're literally on Disney property recording this right now. This, we are recording a podcast on a Disney Plus show on, <laughs> on Disney, Disney property <laughs> after we left Disney property on the other end of the country. <laughs> Y'all, this the mouse. <laughs> the mouse has got us. Yeah, we are the house of mouse. <laughs> Um, where was I? I don't know. Oh, which makes me question, how did Ricky afford, he, afford it? See, we talked about this. Since his he dad... showed up. Since his dad was on a cruise and they aren't the Ricky wealthiest. Ricky didn't show up to orientation day, so no. they didn't... Dewey ask, does not know that Ricky. They didn't ask about any payment. Yeah, Dewey said, who is this kid doing? Dewey says, you're out. <laughs> like, <laughs> Imagine Dewey's face the first time he saw Ricky. He was probably like... Uh, did I miss a kid? <laughs> no, Dewey does not know any of the kids except the CITs. <laughs> he literally does not. I'm really glad that they touched on anxiety and really showed what it feels like and that it wasn't just for jokes or a quick topic. So true. 
I felt so bad for Elton with his daddy issues and hope, <laughs> hope one day he finds the love and support he deserves. Also, Let It Go was amazing, and Dara deserved that moment so much. I have words for Channing, but I'm glad he's gone. Same, but I'll miss Ben. Ben's so funny. Yeah. Guys, Ben's our bestie. Ben, ben and Adrian, bestie. Oh, bestie. Ben, call my Adrian, call my bestie. <laughs> ben bestie, Adrian bestie. <laughs> I love their cover of Every Day, Everyone's... Tim King. Tim, <laughs> Tim Boyfriend Number 6. Tim Boyfriend Number 6. <laughs> I love their cover of Every Day, Everyone's Harmonies Were Amazing, and it was a bittersweet moment. Now on to Nini. This season, I didn't miss her, but whenever she showed up, I was a bit sad Olivia was leaving. But I think they wrapped her story up well, and I have faith the show will continue to be great without her. It will. I do wish we did get a goodbye with everyone, but it was nice with Nini and Miss Jen interacting in court. Also, I wonder why they never brought up the nicknames again if they mentioned it. The show is so meta, and I'm here for it. The title of the documentary is hilarious, and it's amazing. Everyone ate their premiere looks and looked amazing. I can't wait for them to enter their famous era next season. The trailer footage was very juicy. The editing of it was very funny. The whole Gina has her eyes on Ricky, Elton... Wait, the whole Gina has her eyes on Ricky, Elton and Val, Carlos and that camper, Maddox and Ashlyn, and Big Red coming out. I loved it so much. I wonder why they didn't put the confession in it, but it was for the better. I hope we see the effects of it next season. And now on to the main event. Rena, I was very shocked to see them kiss at the end. I thought it would happen next season, but with the time jump, it made sense. I loved Gina's confession and how the tables turned this time. Sophia and Josh have amazing chemistry, and I hope they stay together for the remainder of the show. I hope so. Caroline Mary said... Of all the things I was not expecting, it was getting confirmation that Big Red is bi. I've been headcanoning him as bi since season one, so I'll take it. I'd just like to know how he ended up in the trailer. Something tells me he was cornered by Channing and knowing Red, he just went along with it. I don't know if I'm happy about Raina getting together, because pretty much since we met Gina, her plot involves a boy. She went from crushing on Ricky to crushing and dating EJ, and then one episode and one month in the show later, she's with Ricky. I'd love to see her in season four without relationship drama, but with the final scene we got, that's clearly not happening. So Tim, when are you confirming Maddox and Jet are coming back? Because I'm interested to see how they do it. Remember the camp is in California, and we don't know where Maddox and Jet live currently, meaning it could be tricky to get them to Salt Lake. I want them back, though, so what do you gotta do? Already so do what so- you gotta do. Oh, so do what you gotta do. Already so excited for season four. I'm really interested in what do you think about this show choice. I personally think this is them hinting at this being the final season. Let me know what you think. We should, we'll dive into that yeah. in recap, because we got words. Yeah. Lindsay said, I would have fallen out of that bunk bed if all my friends woke me up like that. <laughs> Guys, I actually broke my arm falling out of a bed, so... A bunk bed. It's funny that... Right? No. Oh, just a bed? Just a normal bed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I did not fall to my death from, from six and a half feet in the air. Who also breaks the thing running after Ollie? My nose. I mean, be breaking things, period. I broke my toe jamming it against a wall when I was... I think we need a podcast episode of Every Bone You Broke It. <laughs> it be our longest episode yet. Longer than this. I've never broken a bone. <laughs> Must be nice. Me and Alondra are the same person. Guys, I broke my nose to the point that it's starting to readjust itself now, and I have to go to an ENT, like, next month. Well, my nose is messed up, but I didn't break starting- it. 
Well, I have a piece of bone that's chipped off right here that I can feel when I put sunglasses on, so... Damn. I kind of need to get it fixed. I'm supposed to get, like, a, um, a nose job because of my... What is this called? Deviated septum. Deviated septum. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, random go. people in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's... <laughs> Just for a podcast is recorded in front of a live studio audience. <laughs> <laughs> Yay! Applause. <laughs> um, sorry Maybe for that. Maybe that's Kiki Palmer. Maybe that's Kiki Palmer. That's Tay Diggs. Maybe that's Tay Diggs. <laughs> Oh god, anyway, sorry Lindsay. <laughs> Where were we? <laughs> Literally we read one sentence of <laughs> Okay. Ricky wishing for Gina hit way too close to home since I had a similar birthday style. <laughs> okay. Oh sorry, sorry mom. It's Lindsay. Like it's hockey, Lindsay. Like hockey Lindsay. It's bestie Lindsay. Pay attention to the podcast. <laughs> <clears throat> Ricky wishing for Gina hit way too close to home since I had a similar birthday wish I didn't get. Oh my god. Aww. Lizzie. Ricky not reading the whole script is such a Zephron move. And me singing This Is Me with the cast as background vocals turned out great in my opinion. The cast wanting to throw hands with Channing was the best. Nini returning wasn't a shock, but I feel like having her in episode two was pointless. Same. Frankie killed... <laughs> I don't know. I read that as Frankie killed Olaf. But it says Frankie killed as Olaf. I'm glad you that- said that while I had water in my mouth. Oh, thank God. I'm sitting right in front of her. And she would have spat that on me. Frankie melted Olaf. Frankie said some people are worth melting for. But not you. I'm going to turn him into that puddle. <laughs> So you want to find out what it's like in summer? <laughs> that was his. That was his. Um, his revenge for making him making him wear that. Okay, <laughs> Lindsay, we are just ruining your writing. Oh. Frankie killed us whole off. I'm. Gl- <laughs> I I should have reread that. Okay, poor Haley. Poor Haley in the corner. <laughs> I'm glad that I, Ivy, pull together. Ivy, be professional guy. Ivy, this is a podcast. Okay. <laughs> How many times have we done this? We're going on like a hundred episodes. I know we're not professional. <laughs> okay. I'm glad they didn't make Corbin the bad guy after all. Who did Big Met? Big Met? <laughs> Who did? Who did Big Red meet at the pizza shop? Howie? What? Remember he was like, I met someone at the pizza shop and now he's by. Was it Howie? I have tears shooting oh down my her God. face. Oh Howie. my God. Courtney was worried about the college girls. Courtney's worried about the college girls. Meanwhile, Big Red's like, Howie. Howard. Big Red said, Howie, can you serenade me in here like you did with Courtney? <laughs> Um, but also, why did I think he was about to propose? Same. I agree. Everyone should be in therapy. I go to one weekly. I should be. I wanted Corbin to slap Channing. <laughs> At least Gina might. I'm sorry, but Nini leaving and not telling Corny by is sad and is not going to help her with her mental health. Although I love the Born to be Brave call. I think they're going to stay in touch. I think Just so. without us knowing. 
Um, although I love the Born to be Brave call. I back. also feel like Nene crying while she was hugging Courtney. Like, Courtney knew she wasn't yeah. coming back. Court was just busy. <clears throat> Val looks all dolled up just to be leaving. They literally stuck Jason Earls in the background like he's on Gilmore Girls again. <laughs> Nene says, see you later, alligator, and left. Corbin kind of remembering Miss Jen was great. She's so glad he told Channing to freak off was amazing. Also, it felt like a backup series finale with Miss Jen's speech. Love the everyday cover and Corbin in his I Major in Vacation shirt. At least Nene helped a rookie with his list. Also, I'm calling EJ Elton for now. They all looked amazing at the premiere. What kind of reality show is this? The Hills? No, Ashlyn, you shouldn't have signed the release. Wait, where did Big Red join the show and come out to them like that? They all got called out, and if Carlos and Seb break up, I'm going after Tim myself. Elton is a man now. Yay, Rena kiss, but somebody stopped the documentary. Uh, I want to know. Go. Why wasn't Belle at the premiere? She didn't want to be recorded, like, the whole time. Yeah. Every time Channing had the camera on her, she was like... She was, yeah, she said, no, no. paparazzi, please. No paparazzi. Paparazzi, no. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what? Okay. Um... So you know how, like, they always record different endings? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to know what the cast thought the actual ending was, because Tim, like, said that the none of them... The blackout of the script? Well, Tim said none of them knew about, like, the arena scene, except for, like, Soph, Josh, and, like, some of the crew, crew. members and stuff. So I want to know how they, like, thought the season was ending. Tim? Timberly. I know you're here, so DMS. Timberly, you're listening? Um, Akua said, okay, I usually never share my thoughts because they're usually scattered all over the place, but oh my god, an episode has never really put me in this much shock. Rena actually happening. Never thought this day would come, but blessed him for finally doing something right. Also, tell me why I almost cried for Nini leaving when I've been hoping that she left since episode one of the season. And their rendition of Every Day with Corbin Blue. My (laughs) high school musical heart is so happy and I can't wait for season four. Labria said, straight to the point, I'm not okay, but in an amazing way, to be honest. <laughs> I went in with low expectations. I knew someone would say their feelings for someone, but I didn't think it would have ended with two kisses and a don't get me started by Ricky. I actually love the fact that he initiated the kiss and that Gina straightforwardly told Ricky how she felt. The maybe yes parallel was deeper than just accepting the love she has for Ricky. He needed to hear that for himself because all the relationships in his life, especially family-wise, he felt like he was not the priority or someone that gets left behind. Ricky's birthday wish crying out loud was Gina. It was the way that the documentary made it seem like all summer Gina was going to chase after Ricky while being in a relationship and EJ didn't even let them explain. This episode alone, I felt bad for EJ when his dad hung up on him and he didn't feel the need to be proud of his own son. EJ crying about comforting him touched me so much. Same. I love Gina's sisterly vibes to turn the lights back on when Channing sabotaged Courtney solo. Don't get her started. Courtney deserved that lead so much, it's not even funny, and the arc with her storyline intertwined with talking to the little girl, Alex, who also experienced anxiety, was beautiful in itself to know that you are not alone and people understand you to the fullest. I liked how Ashlyn and Big Red talked to each other about where they are in life, and can we talk about the documentary when Big Red casually said he was <laughs> by and everyone is gagged, but Ricky was like, good for him. I can't believe the season is over, but I can't wait for season four. Good for him. Good for him. Chantal said, first of all, best episode of the whole show. One, everyone waking up Ricky for his birthday was so cute. Well, everyone but Gina, sad face. Also love how Ricky's B-Day episode was out two days before my birthday. Oh. Hmm. Two, I loved Ricky's reactions when Big Red showed up. I missed him. Also, not jealous Jet. 
I love when he introduces himself as Ashlyn boyfriend and Ricky goes, my friend first. Three, Leomani has such a beautiful voice. The This Is Me scene was so beautiful. I hope we get to see more of her next season. She's so talented. Four, I hate Channing so much. How dare he mess this up for these kids? Like, they've worked so hard for this. Five, Carlos killed in summer. It was so funny. I love him. Six, the Redlands scene had me so confused. First, I thought they were going to break up. I thought he was... Then I thought he was going to propose. Seven, the scene with Court and Alex almost had me crying. Derek killed it with Let It Go. When the lights went out and everyone put their flashlights up, it reminded me of Nini's audition scene in season one. I felt so bad for EJ. I know he was a bit of a jerk for most of the summer. I just wish his dad could have seen how hard he's trying. <coughs> Nini leaving and playing Born to be Brave, one of my favorite season one songs, also made me cry. I'm going to miss her. Corbin remembered Miss Jen or Jessica. <laughs> I love Corbin yelling, chanting to get lost. Nini remembering the lotto ticket was the perfect end to their story. The whole one month later thing had me really confused for a sec. Say, we literally, like, screamed. Yeah. Ricky's fit looks just like something Josh might wear. Like, that was Josh, not Ricky. <laughs> what the heck was that trailer? It was so messy. Jet confessing, yeah. Jet confessing his love to Courtney was so funny. And Big Red Bye? That was so random. But as Ricky said, good for him. I can't wait to see Ashlyn and Red explore their sexuality more in season four. And finally, the moment we've all been waiting for. I honestly did not expect a kiss so soon. A confession, yes, but I thought it'd be from Ricky. But OMG, when they kissed, I screamed so loud, I had to pause the show and rewind. Ricky saying, don't get me started at the end was so cute. The best finale the show's ever seen. I just love them so much, and I can't wait to see them together in season four. Hope you guys are enjoying your trip and had fun at D23. Thanks, Chantel. Thanks, Chantel. We are. <coughs> Chloe said, holy crap, this episode was so good. I love how they surprised Ricky for his birthday and got Big Red to come. Ashlyn looked like she forgot she had a boyfriend for a second there. Emmy has a Camp Shallow Lake pen thing and it says Squeak. Is that supposed to be her camp name? <coughs> I saw that. I love this rendition of This Is Me in the whole sequence. Why is EJ in fur cover shoulder pads? <laughs> this Sven costume doesn't look like it needs that. Nini's farewell is actually nice considering I never really liked her character. Don't shoot me. I want to know why they put Carlos on the roller thing instead of just letting him walk. The only reason I can think of is that he would be too tall, but Sven is also super tall for a reindeer compared to everyone. I think there was a missed opportunity for Big Red and Ashlyn to come out to each other in the moment they had. Mm, yeah. Alex is quite mature for her age and helping Courtney through an anxiety attack. Channing can catch these hands because why would you turn off the whole electricity? The Elsa transition reminded me of Ricky's transition from Prince to Beast. You can clearly see that it's two different shots put together. Christoph's lullaby was perfect. Cash Caswell is a horrible parent, possibly worse than Lynn. Ige Caswell did a curtsy when they took their bows. <laughs> There's no way Corbin remembered Miss Jen from High School Musical. I got teary-eyed when he started the Wildcat chant, and I was sobbing when he started singing it every day. Also, he's wearing a cheetah print blazer shirt, and he had the I majored in vacation t-shirt, my decom heart. I love that Nini is who he gets the lottery ticket and the symbol symbolism behind. When I saw one month later and leaped out of my seat, I couldn't sit back down. The hair and outfits slay. Where's Val? Even though she probably couldn't leave for school, but it would, but shouldn't the choreographer be there? I would have made Corbin write a note to the school or something. Why are they watching the trailer of the doc for the first time now when it's about to premiere in like 10 minutes? <laughs> that trailer was pure chaos and I love it. At what point was the interview parts recorded? The latest would be at Color War, but Big Red is somehow there. Carlos with another guy allegations. Maddox and Jet's crushes being <laughs> exposed. EJ and Val, though, I can see it. So much drama now on to Rena. Gina's confession was perfect. The callbacks to season one and how Ricky learned from his mistakes and not letting her leave. I was literally running and jumping. I almost rolled my ankle. Golden. 
After watching that, I have so many questions. Will season four pick up after this? Will there be like a flashback or flash forward? Will season four span throughout both some? Ooh, are we gonna get the like one month in between? Oh, you know, I'm literally adding to my notes right now. We need to add these exact questions from Chloe into our Yeah. Will there recap. be like a flashback or a flash forward? Will season four span throughout both semesters since HSM three ends in graduation? How much time has passed and how does everyone interact with each other? And I wanna know their camp nicknames. Anyways, tears were shed, drama happened, best episode, favorite of the whole series. Montgomery said Big Red coming out is actually amazing. M said, Big Red popping up just to come out, have me screaming, and Ricky not making a big deal out of it. Talk, Valentina. <laughs> Ally. 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 I've been <laughs> saying that whole trip. Out of Lovers said, oh, I was gasping for air. Michaela said, sobbed when Nini, le- sobbed when Nini left. Anna said, Nini leaving was so upsetting, even though we knew it was coming. The Rena kiss, OMG, I've been waiting. And since Nini is out of the picture, Rena is the best ship to go for. And this is me was so cute. Hessa said, literally sobbed through the whole episode, kept posing, kept pausing to cry. LOL, it was incredible. Marlena said, I was mad because Rena is a thing, but him and Nini are endgame some way, somehow. No. I, they're really the, not. N- uh, Olivia is off the show. She's done. Period. She's literally, it's not happening. From a business point of view, we promise you she's not coming back. Nausea said 10 out of 10. Rena kiss was everything. Court absolutely slayed Let It Go, and This Is Me Had Me Sobbing. And Iz said, did not know Emmy could sing this good, and the ending was great. The episode was e- titled Let It Go, because they said, if you ship Rini, let it go. Let it go. She's, not, she's gone. She's not coming back. Also, <clears throat> Miss Emmy Liamani is TikTok early. Yeah. <laughs> Ellie said, well, you better buckle up, Ivy and Lauren, since I have some feelings about this episode. By the words of the mighty Richard Bowen, I need to sit down. I need to lie down. And yes, I do need some air. Elton, what just happened? The last 10 minutes felt like a fever dream. Maybe because I actually had a fever and COVID right now. Oh, no. Ellie. Let's get the small nose out first. Redland and Bicon soulmates now. I love it. And Big Red coming out like that. Good for him. Courtney absolutely killed it. And season one called back with the flashlights. Liv's departure was done really well, but I never really cared about Nini. Are Courtney and Jet going to be a thing next season? I still need a full-length explanation about what happened to Howie. Are Maddox same. and Jet in the next season? Maybe Jet will transfer to East High. Isn't Maddox the same age as EJ? Shouldn't she be going to college now, too? I don't think she's... I think she's I think younger. she's younger. Yeah. <clears throat> Okay, let's get this out of the way. Rena happened. That's fine. Good for you if you ship them. I don't really know what else to say. They're not bad. I may even learn to like them. I don't hate Gina or Ricky. Let them be happy since they now are. But I have some feeling considering certain Elton, Eric, John, James Cashwell. <laughs> I guess I'll have to believe that is Elton since he wrote it on the wall. So this will be straight text and there will be a lot of it. I'm going to speak blatantly. How is EJ still standing after everything? It had nothing to do with Ricky, huh? Then why was she... Gina's yes month after it was not about him at all when EJ was always a maybe. Don't get me wrong. Gina made a good point in their breakup, but in the end, EJ was EJ totally wrong about Ricky? Was he? He spent the whole season two being afraid to be rejected, and what happened? His fears were validated, and in the end, any chance this sounds familiar? Traitor lyrics by <laughs> Olivia Rodrigo. We finally have the show spell out that EJ has been emotionally abused for probably his whole life. I've known this since episode four, but I am happy... To 
uh, that it has been spelled out for everyone now. What kind of father hangs up on his kid, period? Not to mention one yeah. that basically begs him to <laughs> to time a small ounce of affection. We can look at season two, three, and... See, we can, oh, my oh, God. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> We can ally. <laughs> <laughs> ally. Um, we can look at season two scenes through this lens, and boy, do things start to look different. I hope this makes people see where EJ's been coming from this whole season, since he has never <laughs> intended to hurt anyone. As Lauren just tried, <laughs> I tripped over my own shoes. <laughs> He's not a bad person, just a broken one. <laughs> So sorry. Um, the tunnel vision about the show was just about making his dad proud so he wouldn't be sent away as a punishment. Workaholism seems to run in, in genes. Ooh, true. It makes sense why Ash's house is his second home, because there he can be free of his dad, and Ash is the only person who he can really be vulnerable with. Same goes for Shallow Lake and why he loves it so much in the drama club. Those are so probably... True. The only things he has had for himself, these three seasons have absolutely left him scarred, and he probably won't be able to have a romantic relationship ever again without him being afraid they'll leave him for someone else or that he will mess it up himself. This has happened twice within a year. Must have really messed him up in the head. Absolutely no one graduated... Uh, congratulated. Absolutely no one congratulated him on the show. When without him, there would have never been one. Seriously, props to him for even showing up after that phone call. I would not have kept going with the show after that. Me neither. Ricky did not in season one. EJ didn't even tell anyone. Only one who knows is Val, who I kind of now ship with EJ since she's the only one who was there for him because he didn't want to burden others with it. I would absolutely have understood if he had not come back on the stage, but if he hadn't and later on told everyone why, I'm sure the fandom would have dragged him through the mud and said that he was just making everything about himself and not caring about others. Well, this boy has been abused for 18 years. Maybe it is time to make it about himself. This is literally the second time EJ has managed to get through a show in emotional distress. I guess it really is EJ Cashwell uh, who keeps pushing and after all that he still manages to be the bigger person in front of Ricky and Gina he even called Ricky his brother which I loved since I want them to be besties but not like this Ricky has assaulted EJ physically twice like slapping (laughs) because his feelings and jealousy overwhelmed him even if neither of those times were 100% intentional and EJ has never hit him back and people say he doesn't have character development he has and keeps having it his story better not be over I definitely think he has had character development. I'm also starting to believe that the reason why Cash never recommended Mazara for Caltech was not as a favor for EJ, but to get Mazzy away from EJ is a bad influence. Stop hating on Mike Bowen, everyone. The real villain of Jen Zara is Cash Caswell. <laughs> well, I guess that is all. I will still definitely watch season four, but someone needs to keep defending Elton. See you all in season four. Caroline said, can't believe they actually gave us a kiss. For sure thought that'd be a season four thing. Honestly, same. Do you think we're going to have them as a full-blown new couple at school or slowly kind of build on it? I hope they build. It's it's been a slow enough burn. Tim's going to continue. I love This Is Me. I've seen a handful of people confuse it with The Greatest Showman's This Is Me, which is funny (laughs) because I clearly recognize it as Camp Rocks. I mean, we are Joni, so... Liamani's voice is insanely good. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Liamani's voice is insanely good and can't wait to see more of her in season four. The scene with Alex and Courtney was so sweet. Hearing all of that from someone younger than herself, I think it was a great way to encourage her. Like, if she can do it, then why can't I, then why can't I do it kind of thing. Mm-hmm. The cost to attend this camp must be insanely high. I love how everyone is saying this. 
Those props and effects were so fancy. Miss Jen shining the light on Courtney was everything. After the sneak peek, I had a feeling that's what was going to happen. That little throwback to season one was so cute. Nini setting off was not the best. Better than I expected, I guess, though. I'm so glad she got a scene with someone else other than Miss Jen. I love Nini, but I don't know. I feel mad at her. LOL. Poor Courtney was so excited to catch up with Nini. Then she just leaves without talking to her again in person. All of them were like, Nini's here, but don't question why she left without seeing them. I would be so upset if my BFF came to see me, then left without a warning and suddenly moves to California. Tim said Olivia only had three days to film, so I get it. But also just uh, Ricky getting the opening night card and Gina saying open it when they all circled in on him had me laughing. What if he didn't want to open it right then? Just the way they did it had my had me chuckle for some reason. As they were panning out of the camp, the instrumental version of Shallow Lake song in the background, all this episode really was full of tears. The premiere part was interesting to me. It felt like the it felt more like the actual cast and not the characters. Maybe it was the looks and the different setting, but I felt disconnected to the characters. So the kiss kind of felt off to me. I think it's because they're they're like in a fame era. They should feel disconnected, you know? Yeah. Because they're, they're <clears throat> it's like, like their whole people. lives are changing. Yeah. Lastly, where's the official behind the scenes and bloopers? Sad we didn't get any of that this season. Those are always fun. I think we still might get it. Thank I God, think they're just waiting a little bit. Yeah. Thank God production has already started, so hopefully we won't have to wait a whole year for the next season. Hopefully less. And we got a few voice messages. This episode was a solid season finale. I thought that it was definitely better than season one season finale. I mean, it was okay. It wasn't like there's nothing really wrong with it. It was pretty entertaining and also really long, which is good. So first off, the songs. I loved Emmy's song. It was great. And I also loved Courtney's version of Let It Go. It was a great song. So can we just talk about the sets on the actual musical itself? It, they were, like, amazing, and they looked real, like, real theater props, but at the same time, they looked really cool. So I thought that was great for, like, the prop people to, like, make a prop that looks like it's not the best version of a prop, if that makes sense. It was so sad when Nini left, like, like, I didn't realize how much we're going to miss her because I, like, I actually don't really like Nini's character. Um, but I just thought that it was great. So, when they were on the red carpet in the end, towards the end of the episode, like, it was great. And when Courtney was like, I'm going to call my agent, and Gina was like, I, you have an agent? She's like, walks away. The trailer was horrible. I don't know. Like, honestly, if that actually came out, if that was a real documentary trailer, even if, like, if the High School Musical, the musical, the series, wasn't available, because if it was connected to that, I would obviously watch it. But if that wasn't there, and that was just a documentary on his own, I don't know who would watch it, honestly. <laughs> me. I'm me. For the team. Not for me. the mess. For the chaos. And it... Just Channing did a bad job of editing it. And when Corbin told him to, like, get away, get out of my face, that was hilarious. <laughs> so, finally, in the ending, the, um, the Rena kiss. I, I've shipped Rena, like, you know, I like him more than Portwell. I like, I ship both, if that makes sense, but, like, <laughs> I ship both, but Rena a little bit more so when they kiss it just felt weird like we've been wanting it to happen for so long but then when it finally happened 
It was just weird. So now that the season's over, what are you guys' top two episodes? And like overall, what are your top three episodes of the whole entire show? Um, Thanks for listening to this. And hope you have a great day. Oh, Bye. God. That's hard. I'm so bad at ranking anything. My top two in the season are definitely five. Five in the last episode. And then seven. Seven. I would say are top three. Yeah. And then... The whole show? I don't know. I love Homecoming. Yeah. In season one. I love the last episode of this, and I love, I don't know. I, don't I know. simply can't, like, I would have to watch no, I, I everything. No I would have to lay all the episodes yeah. out, too, to, we'll come back next week to yeah. that. That's hard. Yeah, that's a lot to. Let me add that to my list. A lot to digest. Gloria, you're going to make me watch the entire series now. <laughs> we got one from Leia. Hi, so I saw your post on um, our thoughts on episode eight. And I absolutely loved every single second of it. There were some parts where I cried, I laughed, and parts where I even screamed. And... I I think it was, like, the most perfect season finale ending. Also, Rina forever, but I also, I really, 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 really miss Rini. Yeah, Lauren's flopping. <laughs> yeah, that's about it. And, yeah, have a great evening, day, afternoon. Thank you. I, yeah, I just, we also laughed, screamed, cried, slid down a wall, jumped off a bed. (laughs) We've got some on Anchor. Um, We've got Nia. Okay. Hey, hi. Hi. Hi, everyone. This, this, oh my gosh, this episode. Hi. It was so crazy, and I have so many thoughts about it. But I don't, I just finished watching it and they're all just everywhere. And I don't know how to say this. So I'm just going to talk about Literally us. Um, They were so cute in this episode. Like, I don't know what it was about it. It was just so, they're just so cute in general. Um, And the, the kiss, the kiss at the end, the long waited kiss. I was so happy about that. But my brother brought up something that I want to share. Because, like, Gina was talking about how she liked Ricky. And she was acting like she never knew she liked him. But obviously she liked him. Because that's the... that's Oh, my gosh. It's about to end. I have to make another one. <laughs> Everybody gets cut off. Okay, so, like I was saying, Gina was... Gina was talking to Ricky like she... She never knew that she liked him until this season. But obviously she liked him because that was the whole point of the flashback in season in season two. But I just thought that was weird. Um oh and when uh when Corbin came back to talk to the kids and he was like, 
Jessica, is that you? I Samantha? was cracking over that part. That was funny. And when they sang, oh my gosh, what did they sing? Every day. They sang every day. That was cute. It sounded, it sounded weird, but maybe that's just me liking the original better. But um, yeah, that was my thoughts on episode eight. I can't wait for season four and your thoughts about this episode. So um, it's about to end. So bye, guys. Thanks, Nia. I think what Gina meant was she didn't see it throughout the summer. Like, she didn't yeah. see it coming. Because she obviously... I feel like she thought, like, after the confession that we saw that, like, her feelings were kind of going to be, like, that was it. Yeah. I don't think she saw it, like, coming back. Yeah. And, like, still meaning so much to her. Exactly. Like, Yeah. We've got some from Rose. Hi, Ivy and Lauren. My name is Rose. I have been listening to your guys' podcast for probably a year and a half now. Jesus. Let me just say, I love it, okay? You <laughs> guys used the top podcast on my Spotify rap last year. Oh my god. Oh. But not even by a long shot. Like, so hot. I <laughs> literally love listening to you guys. And, yeah, I've listened to you guys for a long time, but I've never commented or left you a message before, mostly just because I've been busy and I never get around to it, and I don't check Instagram very often, so you guys always post <laughs> stuff before that's I fine. get to. But that's, like, whatever. I just want you guys to know that, like, you are what made me help me get through my junior year last year. It was oh, really rough. Stop. And just every day I'd be like, okay, I can, I can make it close to... I can make it to the end of the day because you guys... I can listen to you guys, and it's going to cut me off now, so I'm going to record again. Stop, Rose. I'm going to cry. <laughs> okay, so it's me, Rose, and <laughs> I just told you about how awesome I think your podcast is. <laughs> now I want to actually talk about the show, because obviously I love High School Musical. I am a high school senior now, and literally none of my friends watch High School Musical. My little sister watches it with me sometimes, but like seriously, that doesn't exactly count. As you guys all know. <laughs> and so it's really just fun to hear, like, other people's opinions about the show. And, like, feel like I'm not a weird person for enjoying it. No. Um, and you guys always talk about how, like, people in my 20s love it, which is awesome. I'm not in my 20s yet. We'll see. But, <laughs> we'll like, see. I Rose, you're going to grow old. Oh, I'm also a Portal stand. Portal Endgame. Unfortunately, that kind of just got disproved. I finished the episode, like, an hour ago. I kind of cried. It's fine. It's all fine. <laughs> Although, no, it's going to cut me off. No, the, no, like the 20 somethings watching this show, we're all in this room. Yeah. <laughs> Every single one of us in this room are 20 somethings. Us. Watch this show. Sam and Tamia. <laughs> Sam and Tamia. We got a, we got a whole bunch. Okay. Let's see if I can wrap this up in this last message. Um, I have loved watching the season, although you guys have been right. It's felt so short, and I literally can't believe it's over already. Yeah. Um. So, like, I'm kind of in denial at the moment. It's fine. We're all fine. It'll be fine. Um. But I loved this last episode. It was so fantastic. Gina's my girl. Although I am yes. not a fan of how EJ acted for the most part. Was brave of him calling him his dad. I was mm-hmm. proud of him for that. 
But EJ is literally my favorite character in the show, and this season made me so sad. So I literally felt was so sad for him that he didn't end up getting to be with Gina, even though that's really what he wanted. And I'm also, like, really, honestly, not happy that Gina ended up with Ricky, but, you know, I mean, Tim Federley planned the whole thing. I acknowledge that. Anyways, love you guys. Thanks, Rose. Rose. No, Rose, Rose has been, been in our DMs for a hot minute. Long time. Yeah. Hi, I'm Julia from Spain, oh. and I'm a new listener. I've been I'm listening so sorry. to your season three episodes, and I've really enjoyed them. Um, this season finale was great for many reasons. The first reason is that Courtney is an absolute queen. She did so well as Elsa, and she saved the day even when Channing was trying to sabotage the show. I just think she did amazing. And also, I can't believe we got the Rina kiss so soon. I thought it was going to happen on season four, but I'm not going to complain because I loved it. And uh, yeah, I can't wait to see season four whenever that comes and also to rewatch the show so I can listen to your older podcast episodes. Anyway, lots of love from me and I just hope you have a good day. Bye. Please use the discretion before listening to our older episode. Yeah. <laughs> the audio quality is not the best. Season two, it's fine. Yeah. Season one, Godspeed. <laughs> Put on those rose-colored glasses. But thank you, Julia. But it gets better because you're here in season three now yeah. and <laughs> we're better. Uh, <laughs> season one is a fossil. Let's just say that. We're just going to act like it didn't happen. That was before we saw the light of Rena. We saw we saw the vision. We were also just blinded by Rini. Yeah. But we didn't hate on Rena. No, never. We were never antis. Ugh. <laughs> I just shuddered. <laughs> oh. I just said we were never antis. Alondra. Guys, we're getting held at gunpoint. Uh we've got <laughs> we've got one from Nico. I mean Tim. And we, and Rena, and Joshua, and Sophia. Literally us. <laughs> Lives were changed. Period. Tectonic plates shifted. <laughs> it was where the kiss was felt across the ocean. I, uh, yeah. The pen was the penning, you know? It was hot. Tim had a point you. to prove, you know? He heard all we were saying about season two, and he said, I have a point to prove and he proved it might be an avenger <laughs> stop i love you wait that was <laughs> amazing <laughs> that makes me think of um that tiktoker uh ayame do you ever get her on i'll show you what her they videos do? later she she's just funny oh I, mean, I don't know i don't know she just records herself she's just funny that was Incredible. That was the best way to phrase everything. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> the tectonic plates shifted. Um, and then we've got, to wrap up our voice messages, a bunch of messages from Andy here. We Andy? Got, Andy always brings good questions. Yeah. Andy hits. Andy. Hey, y'all. I'm feeling way better. I took my vitamins. Good. I recommend it. And thank you for uh, wishing that I felt better. But... <laughs> 
my jaw dropped when I saw that the episode length of the finale was 50 minutes. Oh, yeah. I didn't think they'd do something like that or that they were allowed to do something like that because even for the Marvel Disney Plus shows, the finale has never been like significantly longer Ooh, than the other I episodes. Even I don't that. even think like a Marvel WandaVision. episode's been 50 minutes for Disney Plus. So I just thought that was crazy. But I'm so sad that the season's over, but I'm so happy with how good it is. And I can't wait for season four. Can it come so soon, please? I need it tomorrow. Literally. But uh, my sister and her husband, on the other hand, did not like how the finale was. And I'll expand upon that later, more in part two. Interesting. But here are my thoughts. I loved this finale. I was so shook for like the whole day after I watched this episode, which was bad because I had an in-person econ exam at like 8 p.m. So I was trying to focus on that, but I just couldn't stop thinking about this finale. The grind don't stop in. I definitely feel like (laughs) Tim redeemed himself. Yeah. From the 212 writing, yes. which is great. Because I was nervous when I saw that he was writing this episode, but I'm like, Tim always comes in clutch. So, except for so season we. two finale, but we don't talk about that. But I really like that we got to see a good amount of the musical this episode without it taking away from the finale nature of the episode, which I feel is something that season two really struggled with managing. Like, we didn't even get to see the Beast transformation or <laughs> ashlyn in the yellow bell dress etc more in part three so true i'm also super surprised that this finale really didn't end with a huge cliffhanger either really teasing the no. next season or like there's parts, just a cliffhanger but... in general like a arena cliffhanger or even a cliffhanger teasing that they're doing high school musical for the reunion at east high or anything I because i just feel like we're so yeah. used to seeing that with shows so i was surprised i don't know if i like or don't like that and what are your thoughts on Rena getting together in the finale? I know I previously stated that I didn't yeah, want yeah, them to, yeah, yeah. but now I think I'm more okay with it because at yeah. least they didn't get back together or get together at the end of camp. It was like a one month later time yeah. elapse. I just want to know what y'all thought about that. I feel like I'm okay with it. I feel like they executed it really good, but more in part four. Yeah, I was just going to say, I feel like we mentioned it yesterday, but... I think the time jump helps with a lot. Yeah. Like, they've had time to, like, marinate in their feelings. They've also had time apart to think about their feelings. They're not, like, in each other's faces. So they've been apart for a month and had time to, like, think about things. Yeah. And, Andy, you summed it up because we also kind of didn't want them to, like, kiss or get together in this episode. But I think it was well done. We also didn't think it was going to happen. Yeah, straight up that. Are we sure that Sublos is the best couple in the series? Because Carlos and that extra were looking <laughs> extra suspicious. And it reminds me of the Spring Break episode in season oh. two where it seemed that Carlos was flirting with the other guys Not at the that. Tiki Bar. I don't know. Car- Carlos Carlos kind of getting around, but <laughs> I know that he ultimately loves Seb. But I, I was just like, are, are we sure that they're the best the couple? Because, like, that doesn't, I hope they address that. <laughs> In the next, because uh, it's just like Carlos going crazy, and it's just like, oh, but I love, you know, but I don't know. Also, Jet literally just confessing his love for Courtney <laughs> during the trailer, like what, like, and I just like how like nobody like was arguing about that or anything, like it just happened. And then Big Red being in the trailer, even though he's only at camp for one day, and then dropping the bombshell that he's bisexual, like that was just so hilarious. How he was just in there, even though he was there for one day. More part five. 
eyes. Andy, you left bestie cousin shook with that one. Yeah. <laughs> Can't believe he did that to my cousin. <laughs> <laughs> Carlos, be homie hopping. You're okay, now on to my sister and husband's thoughts. They did not like, and I mean, they did not like how Rina got together in the end. They both believed that everybody, like, in between the love triangles should just remain single going into season four, which I can understand, but I feel like I warmed up with to it because of how good it was executed. Mm-hmm. And they also disliked how EJ always gets the short end of the stick and he, he just has to deal with it because the plot says so, which I kind of agree with that he got done dirty in the finale like his dad just hanging up on him and stuff so I hope that in season 4 if he's in it that we get more EJ love and etc more in part 6 I understand but also now for some closing remarks what are your thoughts on the actors who play Mr. Mazar and Howie basically implying that they haven't watched season 3 yet which I thought was weird because you'd think they would have watched it or at least known about it much about like what happens in it if they were going to be in season four so that makes me worry that they won't be in season four since it starts production like next week and they have not even watched season three yet i really i I, i'd be fine i would be upset but i'd be fine if howie wasn't in season four but i'd be really upset if mr wasn't in season four and then what are your predictions for season four i think it's very interesting that if you had no outside knowledge on social media for season four and we're just casually watching the show you'd have zero clue what to expect but anyways that's all i have and i can't wait for the podcast and then there's an 18 second final one this is too many parts but i completely forgot something that i was going to ask do you think we see olivia rodrigo's nini at all in the rest of the series no i think we might see her in like the last episode of the series but maybe i want to know what y'all thought and for real now, I can't wait for the podcast, and thank you for your time. Okay. Well, season four predictions we'll get into. We always have our, like... Recap. Recap episodes slash and our... Predictions. Slash predictions for the season f- next. We'll talk about that next week. Let's go to Howie and Mazzy. I feel like Howie's story mm. was just kind of wrapped up by Courtney saying, like, he's in college. Yeah. Like, that's as much as we're going to get from him. Love love Roman. Love Roman. Don't think he's back. Yeah, I just don't think he's coming back. Mazzy, on the other hand, I'm going to be really sad if we don't get any more Mazzy. Yeah. Because I saw those tweets from them, and I feel like... I don't know. Also, I just feel like a lot of actors don't watch shows that they're in. Yeah. And, like, maybe he just has to catch up. Maybe he was, like, Haley and just waiting for the whole season. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> they come out. Exactly. Yeah, maybe Mark she just wants to binge. The of the season. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Mark just wants to sit down and binge <laughs> the whole yeah. season. Maybe he's going to, like, text Soph and Josh yeah. whenever the season's over. Be like, oh, my God, you guys are so good. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, I would be really sad if Mazzy wasn't there. Because there's just so much... There's so much buildup with him and Miss Jen, there's no way... And then for nothing? Yeah, there's so much buildup and there's no way he would just, just like, take the job and, like, that's it. Never come back. Yeah. Like... I also think that the, their tweets were, like, funny. But, yeah, we will get into season four questions and our next predictions week. next week. 
I think that's all for this week's episode in our longest episode we've ever recorded. Alondra's gonna make her leftovers now. <laughs> oh my god, you um, could have done it during You could have done that. Loud. Oh well. Oh my god. Like I said, we've had worse. We've had my dogs in the background. Yeah. Um, thank you guys so much for coming along on this season with us and sending in all of your thoughts and giving us things to talk about. Everybody being so supportive, especially like while we were at D23, you guys were hyping us up the whole time we were there, following us. You guys have all been just like really nice throughout the entire season and we couldn't appreciate it more. Yeah. We literally, like, we've been talking to everyone with us on this trip about you guys. We just casually say your names or, like, we get a, like, a reply from you. And we're just like, oh, like, so-and-so. We're like, like oh, Arth just retweeted. Yeah. Like, like we, oh, my God, look what Lindsay just said. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, we love you guys and... Thank you for the kind words. Thank you for the kind words. You do just, be making me cry when I don't cry. And just always supporting us. And, like, we say it all the time, but we literally are just fans of the show the yeah. same way you guys are. So, it really is crazy that we are in this community to the point that, like, you guys will tweet us when things happen and, like, yeah. want us to see things about the show, like, when you find them out. So... Thank you guys so much for, like, ever DMing us or tagging us in anything on Twitter or Instagram. It's, like, really special. It feels really nice. Yeah, and in the meantime, hit us up on Twitter and Instagram at Just for a Podcast. We definitely want to hear more questions from you guys for our next uh, episode about Season 3 recap slash Season 4 predictions. So look out for that. Look out for those posts on those platforms this podcast is distributed on anchor which is a podcast app where you can record and distribute your podcast anywhere podcasts are heard such as apple Podcasts or spotify <laughs> you can leave us a write and review on apple podcast uh, we have a new review from oh, i forgot wof megafan 11 it's titled i love this it's five stars it says I love y'all. Y'all are hilarious. OMG, you guys are the most amazing people I've ever listened to on a podcast. Thank you so much. You guys are just so nice. You guys are literally too nice to us. Like, we will never get over it. No. Um, And aside from that, you can always leave us a voice message about anything you want to talk about. That link is always in this... Ricky Bowen Rewind. That link is always in the description below. Another link in the description is a link to our merch store. You guys can shop. It's got some little decom merchandise on there, some little high school musical merchandise on there. We'll probably make some season three merch at some point. Guys, we've just been busy. We've got jobs. We've got vacations. We've got weddings. We've got life. So For real. They got to FaceTime me for five hours a day. <laughs> I've, I've got to be on FaceTime with Alondra all day. She's every so day. needy, you guys. <laughs> it's called separation anxiety, guys. It's a real thing. Um, but, yeah, once again, just thank you guys for listening to this whole season. You guys have been so supportive throughout this entire season. Like, seeing the amount of you that have listened to these episodes that we've put out is literally crazy. And our growth. Our growth since this ke- since Not the about. season came out, <laughs> Ricky Bowen remind me. <laughs> seeing our growth since the season came out has been so crazy. Just like watching our numbers and how many of you actually 
listen to us babble on about the changing of Ricky's Converse <laughs> shoes. Look at how you, Tim. <laughs> Tim, I know you care. Um, but seeing the support from you guys and the cast and seeing how the cast have told us that they appreciate the work we put into this podcast and all of you guys at the end of your messages saying how much you appreciate the work we put into this podcast like really makes it all worth it. So thank you guys so much for tuning in to this season. And we will be back next week with our season three recap. Oh, we're also going back to Fridays. We're also going back to Fridays. It just works out better for us. We're only doing Mondays because the episodes were coming out on a different day this week or this season. So we will catch you guys on Fridays from here on out. Let us know what you want us to do now that this season is over. Mm -hmm. And until next week... If you still ship Rini, you need to let it go. I'm so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. I love all of you. Bye. Bye.